From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. It's seven minutes past the hour. Welcome to the Hurley in the Morning program. Very, very sad news that no doubt you've heard about long before we returned, and that is that the cartels in Mexico kidnapped four Americans. We knew that. Then we learned yesterday that two of them killed, and evidently they, they were tortured. I mean... Something's got to be done about this. This this weak president that we have that's allowing China to run bananas amok and everything that's going on right now. Could you have imagined? I could. Boy, did I beg and plead and just tried so hard to show what this was going to be like. And you have to understand, Joe Biden has a 50 some year career. He never disappoints. He delivers bad results. It's guaranteed. It's always in the bag before it even begins. And now Biden is considering detaining migrant families. Right now, it's just, hey, you're in. Goodbye. They let him go. And then they give him some court date 10 years from now. It's unbelievable. He trashed President Trump's policy. And now he is considering, and you know it because this Karine Jean-Pierre couldn't even lie about it. Well, we're not saying we are doing this and we're not saying we're not going to do it. And that is the um, remember when the Democrat media went bananas, they went absolutely crazy. Uh, Trump putting the um, the families, the migrant families, children in particular in cages, children in cages, Trump cages. Then it was, uh uh-oh, they're Obama-Biden cages. Uh Uh-oh, then all of a sudden it's not cages anymore. This is how dishonest our Democrat media is. So this would be another reversal for Biden if he does it. And he trashed Trump. And it won't matter. Uh, Karine Jean-Pierre will be, I say, he trashed president trump over all this now he's doing the same thing oh no 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 we we're what we're doing is different what we're doing is different than what trump did kirk conover is going to join us next hour green tree mortgages own jim malamut in the eight o'clock hour i have a great real estate story that i'm going to hold until the bottom of the hour we've written a piece on it it um Great news for Atlantic City. Great news for the region. We'll talk that. I I do know that mortgages have crept back up. Last time I checked, 7.1%. That's not good. Uh, Nine o'clock hour, John Walters, all about reverse mortgages. Hey, did you know that uh, Disney is now banning the song Zippity-Doo-Dah, Zippity-A? It's just, it's never going to end. Do you understand? You you better get used to it. You better have a rock gut stomach. Fortunately, I have one. I can take this stuff. I don't want to. But you have to understand. They, and you know who they are, the radicals. They are never going to stop. We've got to name them 
the radical Democrats. You might remember in history, if you had Bill Gussie, you know, if you had real history teachers and not not what we see happening today, you may have learned about the radical Republicans. These are the radical Democrats. Zippity doo da, zippity a. I guess that's going to be racist and uh, cancelable. Uh, it's just don't say it, and don't even think about breaking out into song. So that was in the parade forever. Disneyland has now removed it, and they're so corrupt, they're so dishonest about it all. They don't even tell you. You know, enterprising people have to figure out. Hey, hey, something missing. Hey, what's missing in that parade? They're not playing zippity doo dah. That's how we learn. My goodness. Now on to Anthony, number 19, the bad baseball pitcher. The man who didn't throw sideways, he threw towards first base. Never seen anyone do it ever. There will never be a first pitch. At a major league game, at a minor league game, at a little league opening day ceremony, there will never be a pitch ever in the recorded history of the universe like what Anthony Fauci did. Honest to this day, I still can't believe it. Just, you know, I took some anatomy courses, anatomy and physiology and things. The human joint. Without breaking, I mean, Fauci shouldn't have been able to throw the ball at the angle that he did. To to be honest, and I'm not a tactician on this kind of thing, but I'm not a slouch either. I don't understand his release point. I don't know how he did it. I've watched this thing probably at least 10 times since he did it a few years ago. And the ball went not to home plate. Hey, look, anything can happen. Even somebody that has a good arm. You could throw it in the dirt. You could you, you could mail it home over to backstop because you wanted to make sure that you didn't throw it into the dirt. You overthrow it and your release point is high and you, you throw it over the catcher's head. I, I wouldn't have anything to say about anything. I will say this. The two worst first pitches that I know of in my lifetime are Anthony Fauci, one, and Barack Obama, two. Fauci, a right-hander, Obama, a southpaw. Obama's was terrible. It was it was unmanly. It was awful. It was absolutely terrible and the worst I had ever seen. Didn't make it to home plate. It was a mess. But I got to tell you, uh, Obama is Steve Carlton. I pulled out a a great Southpaw on purpose. I repeat, Obama is Steve Carlton. Nickname Lefty compared to what Fauci did. So let me get to the latest with Fauci. He's he's done it again. He's being interviewed by Anderson Cooper. I, I t- I've been telling you this all week. The Democrat pro-China mantra 
is going to be that we just don't know. We may never know where it originated. Well, he was so sure before. So now Senator Rand Paul has confirmed yesterday the existence of memos between Fauci and another staff person. And the staff person is telling Fauci that this is likely from China, from the lab, that it's not natural in nature, origin. Fauci writes back, this wouldn't be good for China. Who the hell thinks like that? You know, other than if we didn't have this proxy war and a lot of things going on, and I would look at China as some kind of strategic partner, never never a friend. But I never think about, oh, this wouldn't be good for China. And then, then Fauci did what he always does. This wouldn't be good for science. Well, why wouldn't it be good? You mean the truth about how something happened should be hidden because in your twisted dystopian existence, you believe that that would not be good for China, that would not be good for science? How would that not be good for science? Wouldn't it be a very teachable moment that the, you know these weapon labs that are doing this kind of gain-of-function research, how incredibly dangerous this is? And what would be the reason for doing that? Why would you take a coronavirus and jack it all up? You know, I've been doing a lot of reading about this. There's a thing called DNA sequencing. And that's why I'm telling you, I, I, have, I have the great fortune. And I, I don't know how it happened. I still don't know how it happened. But because of these national gigs that I get to do, the people now that are in my Rolodex and the people that I now interview are next level. So, I mean, I've interviewed doctors. I've interviewed really smart people. And they have told me both on and off air that this has never been seen before. You know, we look at it and it doesn't have any of the markings, any of the makings of something that would have been of natural origin. In other words, that it just happens, an animal gets it and it jumps and and I don't even know that we know exactly why some things jump from animal to human because not all things do, but some do. So in the, look, in the very beginning, I remember my tempered remarks. I'm gonna, I want to finish this up in the next segment because I, I have a lot more important information to share and, and some of my thoughts about how in the beginning – it was very fair to say, look, we don't know. I think that's always important to admit. We don't know. We don't have enough information. Could have been in that Wuhan Institute of Virology. And it could have been this story that they tell. I should have really known and I did know. But what should have clinched it was the veracity, not the veracity, the intensity that the Democrats, the lengths they were going to, to to defend China and to push this bat theory, wet market, bat theory, that it jumped from the bat 
to the human in, in the wet market and Shazam. Look what we've got. We now know it didn't happen that way. The FBI and the Department of Energy, which oversees, don't think it's an odd, uh, what are they doing? Energy, Department of Energy. It's the department oversees this, this aspect of government. They have information that we've never seen. And they know. They know how this happened. So does Joe Biden. So does Corrine Jean-Pierre. So does number 19, Anthony Fauci. More after this. Fox News commentary. California has finally gotten rid of most of its forced face diapering. Took you long enough. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. Democrats just want to win the next election, and they're trying to do it with ceaseless money printing. They do not care if the value of your retirement is sacrificed. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon. It is critical to protect your retirement right now with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, get a free info kit on gold IRAs by texting the word SHELTER to 989898. There's nothing to buy and no obligation at all. Text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. California has finally gotten the memo COVID is over. The state has, alas, rolled back its mask mandate for what liberals deem high-risk indoor areas such as hospitals, medical offices, long-term care, correctional facilities, homeless shelters, emergency evacuation centers, and places designated for cooling and warming stations. Those will be face diaper optional. So you know what that means. Most liberals are still going to wear their precious face masks alone in their cars, but whatever, to each their own. In addition to the great unmasking, starting April 3rd, health care workers will no longer be forced to get the experimental COVID jab. Again, glad the most progressive state in the nation is still living like it's 2020. But Governor Newsom still has a love affair with power, so you are far from out of the woods yet. Get out while you still can, but if you're a Democrat, please don't come here. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Lahren is Fearless at Outkick. It's early in the morning, anytime, anywhere, on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you very much. Welcome back to the program. 25 minutes past the hour. I'm getting bombarded with text messages, as always. One of the items uh, we're all over, and we're going to cover it after the break. I'm well-versed on what the FTC is trying to do, so I'm going to make a guest listener very happy because we're going to be um, talking about it at length coming up in the next segment because there is a such thing as the First Amendment and what this Biden administration is doing. And I keep telling you, they're weaponizing every single aspect of the government. Everything they accused Trump of and none of it was true, it's all true with Biden. Trump couldn't weaponize the um, the government. The government is a swamp that they are Democrats. They worked against Trump. They leaked stuff. They would they were terrible to Trump. All these lies that have been told. So we'll get to that, to, to our guest listener that brought it up to me, to quote Sean Hannity and the Bible, let your heart not be troubled. We're, we're going to get to it. But I want to finish this up on, uh, on Fauci. Fauci must be brought before Congress. They have him in lies. They've got to get him under oath, and they've got to grill the you-know-what out of him. Because he has been, in my estimation, my opinion on Fauci is he is extremely dishonest, scary dishonest. God, I looked at some of these old clips of the stuff he used to say at that podium. And he had an advantage because, remember, 
having a lot of knowledge in the case of Anthony Fauci that gave him a, a gigantic head start. Because we didn't know we're hearing this guy talk about gain of function research and, you know, uh, and that there is none and that this happened, you know, through natural, you know, origin. I mean, what did we know? You know, how do you how do you even respond to that? You, you, you have to at that early point, you've got to listen to these people because we're told that this guy is, you know, the expert and the, the like the the most respected virologist in the world. I mean, now that 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 space must be very thin in terms of talent if Fauci is the best, because I think he's the worst. Am I surprised that there's a memo where Fauci would say this wouldn't be good for China? Basically, if it got out that COVID-19 was whipped up in a, in a Wuhan China lab and it got out of there and infected the world and killed like 1.1 million Americans and made so many other. I don't know how many people you know. You know, you, don't, you hear some people talking about COVID-19 anymore. I just heard a friend of mine, his his uh, spouse has COVID-19. I mean, it's it's still out there. You know, I think we've just gotten to the point where we accept that it's an endemic phase and it's just going to be around and it, your people are going to get it. Most people are going to be fine. Some people are not going to be fine and are going to die and others will have what's called long COVID. I am telling you, I don't know about you. I personally know many people, not just a few, many people that haven't been right since they got COVID-19. Tired, aches, feeling like the vaccine did something to them. You know, to all the people out there that didn't trust the vaccine and that just took a position that wasn't popular at the time, to your credit. You know, I, I have sort of reconciled that net-net I believe the vaccine did save. I think it saved millions of lives, but it is and was experimental. Nobody really knows what it's done to those of us that have taken it. You just don't know. And it's because it's not been around. Remember in the beginning, I I said, oh, my gosh, and if in a couple of years we're all seeing commercials, uh, if you took the COVID-19 vaccine in 2019 or 2020, call me, Harry Hurley, the VAC lawyer. I mean, it's going to happen. But they are, um, they are covered, though. They, 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 the federal government gave cover. So I don't know how if people have damages, and I do believe people do, I don't know how you'll recover. Because they were given a shield that I, I don't know how you uh, it's like the Massey prenup from intolerable cruelty. Uh, George Clooney, the Massey nup prenup. You can't you can't penetrate it. It's the Massey prenup. You can't do it. Ask Catherine Zeta Jones. She'll tell you. So I will long remember this email from Fauci to a female staffer, I forget her name. And actually, it was her to him first, basically telling him what the story is here. 
And his response was, this wouldn't be good for China, period. This wouldn't be good for science. What a liar. Hey, look, I'll agree with the first. This wouldn't be good for China. In other words, if the truth gets out, this won't be good for China. Okay, I'll go with that. You're right. Why do you care? See, I'm a big believer that we've got to settle the tab, the productivity that it cost, the businesses that it destroyed forever, the lives that it took, the um, high inflation, the tens of trillions of dollars of debt that will never our kids, 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 kids. No one's ever going to be able to pay it off. It's going to bog down, weight down, and and destroy our country. We won't even be able to serve the debt. And China's building up their military while Biden is doing what Obama Biden did, decimating ours. And you know my favorite line, not my favorite line, but a famous line. Try to make somebody care. You just can't. I don't know what it is that all this videos coming out now that shows police, just like I told you was going to happen. See, if you know your adversary, you know what they're going to do. All this January 6th video is coming out with a cop and it was multiple cops actually uh, letting that uh, Viking shaman guy right there, escorting him in. I mean, what are these people doing in jail? Trump's right. Hey, look, any of the violent people, if they assaulted police officers and all of that, then then that's different. But there are people that have been in jail for years now. This is crazy. Years. Without due process. It, it is it is like this is not the United States of America anymore. This is Joe Biden's communist nation. And the Democrats sliced and diced with their Hollywood movie producer and only showed what they wanted to show. They were creating, on purpose, a false narrative. Tucker Carlson goes over the top sometimes, but the video doesn't lie. Everything I knew, there's a reason why. I mean, that, by the way, I don't think the 41,000 hours that Tucker Carlson has had access to, I don't think that's all of it. But I say put it all out there. And notice, the one person that was killed, they made it like it never happened. Wouldn't tell you who the police officer was. Ashley Babbitt just was able to be killed, and it doesn't count. Then they'll tell you people that didn't die on January 6th died. They, they don't tell the truth about the one who did, and they lie about people that didn't. This is sick, I'm telling you. And Nancy Pelosi and the mayor of D.C., if it was Bowers or wherever it was at the time, they were offered all kinds of help from President Trump. But remember, they hate the police. This was the summer of love. Police are bad. No, no, no. We don't want any of that. My goodness. What is going on? This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And it's Harry Hurley with three stories that you can follow and a whole bunch more on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app and on the website. Let me cover this one. It's, I think, a really 
great story, and you can read it right now. Atlantic City is projected to be one of the top five cities in America for home price increase value in 2023. How about that? Let's celebrate that. From the Townsport, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Both today and tomorrow will be bright and sunny and dry. Now, if only we could get rid of that bitter, blustery wind. It'll be breezy all day for South Jersey today, mostly sunny and dry, high of 47 degrees. Clearing cold tonight, low 31. More sunshine with some late-day clouds tomorrow and lighter winds, high of 50. Next rain chance moving in Friday afternoon into Friday night. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Hey, it's Jesse Kelly, LD. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Sean Hannity, this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is 40 minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. Kirk Conover, on a special day, we had... Um, such a, a unique, rare opportunity. Not only it's always great we had the first interview, but we had both the president of Stockton University, Harvey Kesselman, and the next president of Stockton University, Dr. Joe Berta, Berta, uh, Bertolino. And it was fantastic. They were both great. It was... Um, like a passing of the torch. It was just a phenomenal long-form interview opportunity. And so we asked Kirk a couple of days before his usual uh, Tuesday 7 o'clock hour appearance if he wouldn't mind moving to Wednesday. He immediately accommodated. And so um, looking forward to what's coming up in about 25 minutes with Kirk. Let me give you this good news. I sent it to Jim Malamut. He's already read it. I sent it to Joe Daly, uh, to my daughter, Kristen. I sent it to Kirk. I should send it to Chuck. Let me send it to Chuck right now. Give me a second here. I'm working on one file. Let me make sure I save that. You ever do that? You don't save the file? It's like, oh, no. Let me get this to Mr. Chucky. Let's see. Oh, good. I just noticed that an article that I wrote yesterday is the lead article at WPGTalkRadio.com and on the WPG Talk Radio app. And that is that the Atlanta County prosecutors have charged the third suspect in the Atlantic City murder of Timothy Council. Let's see. I think Timothy Council is junior, by the way. Let's see. Yeah, this phone never stops. I was teasing. I was at lunch with a friend yesterday who shall remain nameless, but good guy. And I said, I got to get a drop phone. I, I got I, I to have a second phone because I do so much work. I don't know. I don't know what you do. I have an iPad. I never use it. I, what am I doing? I, I don't even use it. Mini iPad. It's phenomenal, but I never use it. I have laptops. I have desktops. I use my phone all the time. I need a drop phone. That way I can just be on it and like nobody would would be able to jump in. And don't get me wrong. I don't want you to ever stop, but 
it's tough. You're doing something and something's always coming over the screen and you hit it by mistake. I, I, I actually lost something once that I don't know about you, but I can sort of recreate something. But if I have something that's basically done, it's like a lot of things. The first effort is always the best. If you're doing a, a take on a commercial, usually the first take is the best take. As you go on and you're messing up and you go on, it's just usually first take is the best take. So I was on this um, thing I was writing and something popped over, like no notice, and I was doing something else. I touched the screen. It went to that, got out of where I was, sent me to this thing that popped up on my screen. And then when I went, I thought, okay, well, I'm here now. So I, I, it was somebody that needed something. I did it. I went back. Gone. No version of it existed. It was simply gone. Went into recovery, into draft, everywhere. Gone. So I need a drop phone. If you, want to, if you want to know what I want for Christmas, I want a drop phone. And that's what I'm going to call it. This is the – this. what do I call this? This is the H phone. It's not an iPhone. It's the H phone. And it's been the H phone since the very beginning of the um, of the iPhone era. Hold on. Let me just send this to Chuck real quick. I did send it. Good, good, good. I'll cancel that out. I did send it. Anyhow. The but the the second phone. See, I really don't want to carry two phones. I I do know a lot of people that carry two phones. I I don't want to carry two phones. But if I do, and I'm teasing when I say I want it for Christmas, I don't want anybody to get me a phone. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it if I get it. Uh, I could even probably. I have several good phones at home. I could. Nah, I want it. But if it's gonna be one that I do a lot of work on, it's gonna have to be the new iPhone 14. But it's going to be the drop phone. So if I do do it, I'll always come clean with you. I'll say that la, 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 I did on the drop phone. And then knowing me, I'll have two phones, but I'll still only use one. Just like I don't use any of the other things. (laughs) You hear this thing? This is crazy. All right, let me deal with this. Let me catch up. It's 46 minutes past the hour. Yes, as always, please, please. I'm begging you. Pretty please. I'm getting down on my knees. The microphone is on a boom. It lowers with me. Don't try this at home. Please leave it to me for at least 31 more years. That's all I ask. Then you can have it. Early in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. From the world's playground, this is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. All right, it's flying by here. Also, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have to share this with you because uh, I am a dear whisperer of sorts. If If you follow my writings, I usually find a way, force a way, about twice a year to write a story about deer. I can't explain it, and I share this in common with a good friend of mine who is our um, program director, also director of digital content, 
uh, for Town Square Media, Atlantic City, Joe Kelly, morning show host of Cat Country 107.3. So we're, we're with each other every day for decades now. So he and I every day compare. Now, I can't explain this except for the time that I get in versus the time that he gets in, which is not a lot of difference between my arrival and Joe's arrival every single day. I mean, it's very, very close. For six weeks, I have not seen a single deer. Now, before that, and I wrote an article about it, I was seeing them five at a time. And I thought, this is getting crazy. Like, I I think, like, I have some scent or something where I'm, like, attracting deer because I walked out my front door and I never saw this in 28, 29 years at the Ponderosa. I open up my front door and there's five deer with they've got to be whatever the distance is and it's not even barely two car lengths or not two car lengths two car widths uh wide on just the other side dead straight ahead on on the grass of the house right across from us five deer one trotted away when i opened up the door and the other four just froze and they were staring at me and i stared at them and they stared at me and I stared at them. And I, I did this for probably about 10 seconds because this has never saw anything like it before. I then made a very light gingerly move down the steps to go towards my car. And the four of them just trotted off. They didn't run like scared crazy, but they just took off. They kind of ran, ran away. That's the last time I can remember seeing, well, on that day, Then I saw two more on Schoolhouse Road. Then I saw a couple on Zion Road, which I don't usually see. And then I saw five more on Burton Avenue right before I would make my final turn into Town Square Media parking lot. It was, I mean, I never saw this many in my life. So I thought I was like attracting them. I couldn't even believe it. Didn't see any for six weeks. Joe would come in four, three five four today was three so joe texted me out my back window was a beautiful deer just slowly walking and joe saw it out his window he, we he's just a few studios same uh presentation you know we have a window in our studio in the same location in all the studios so he put back window did he did, let me see what he said did he say deer back window? I knew what he meant right away. He wrote back window. That's all he wrote, back window. I look out the back window and there's there's some trees. And this time of year there's no leaves or anything, so it, it you know it's it's pretty easy to see. It's dense, it's a little dense, but you can see easily. And I saw this beautiful deer. It's the first deer I've seen in 6 weeks. All right, as I said, this hour is flying by. I don't want to disappoint our listener who wrote me, um, and I was covering it anyhow. Uh, The FTC has requested of Elon Musk, and it's, it's, it's truly, remember the cartoon Gem Gem, she's truly outrageous? It's truly outrageous. Here's their demands. To identify the journalists with access to archives. Now, this is the First Amendment. What are you talking about? This, is, this isn't Russia, China, North Korea. They're out of control. And remember, I told you this. 
Musk is going to be under investigation for the rest of his life now. He could have bought Twitter. All he had to do was keep it Democrat. He instead made it fair. And that's not good enough. You're an enemy to the state. So they they demand of Twitter to ID journalists with access to archives, provide internal communications related to Elon Musk, explain why Twitter fired Jim Baker. How, how about this? How about this? Info tied to layoffs, Twitter blue subscription service. This is not their right. Sorry, you don't get to weaponize every single aspect of our government. This is an outrage. But again, nobody will be outraged because for whatever reason, whatever Biden and these Democrats want to do, the Democrat media promotes it, defends it. Good people remain silent and they get away with this stuff. It is so outrageous. But they get away with it. No problem. Hey, how about this one? Flying uh, with no notes, but I did a little bit on this yesterday. I don't know how much truth there is to this, but Rich Eisen is a serious journalist. And he said that there is a likelihood that Tom Brady could come back. Tom Brady could unretire yet again. And they go so far as to say if he does, he would join the Miami Dolphins. So I don't know. We'll see. I thought it was crazy that he blew up his life and then retired. That didn't seem to make any sense to me. Uh, but he's got a great 10-year contract, $35 million a year with Fox News. Uh, with Fox Sports, rather. Uh, and he doesn't even seem to be in a rush to start that. It's, it's, it's really crazy. Don't forget, Atlanta County Prosecutor Will Reynolds was with us earlier in the week. And this Women in Public Safety Symposium uh, is today. The registration is 8 a.m. The panels will be participating from 9 to 12 noon. And then the keynote speaker is at 12.15 p.m., Stockton University campus in Galloway. And the keynote speaker is Lindsay Rotulo, who is the New Jersey first assistant. Uh, our own Atlanta County prosecutor, Will Reynolds, just one of the greats, uh, will be making opening remarks. And this is a just a tour de force clinic on women getting involved in public safety. And the ones who have have been great. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. Kirk Oliver. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is six minutes past the hour. It's a real pleasure any day of our broadcast week to welcome former 
New Jersey Assemblyman Kirk Conover to the program. If you're not with us on Tuesday mornings, then this is something new to you. But for decades, Kirk has been with us in the seven o'clock hour on Tuesday mornings. And it just so happens, and really it's any day, uh, I've never really, since Trump became president, and I predicted it in advance, that the speed of the news cycles would just increase by such a, a measurable way uh, because of the fact that President Trump basically never sleeps and he made himself completely accessible to the media as filthy, dirty as they were. This guy that they protect, he hides from them, but they protect him anyhow. Everything about all of it is so twisted and disgusting. But on any given day, there are just so many things to choose from. You just can't even you can't even get through them all. Kirk, welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning, Harry. Pleasure to be here. Good to hear you on a Wednesday. Uh, what should be done with Mexico and these cartels? Uh, they they and look, they made a mistake. They thought that it was somebody else, but they they um, they kill two Americans to get out alive. Uh, and of course, very little from the Biden administration. Uh, what what should be done when something like this happens? Well, you have to have the cooperation of the Mexican government, and and you know you have to get their attention. They have to go in there and um, straighten this cartel situation out. But they have not shown uh, any willingness to do that. I Correct. mean, they're almost held hostage by these cartels uh, whenever there's a, a strong... Uh, Kirk, Kirk, I think Obrador is afraid of them. They they don't touch them. They let them operate, don't they? Yeah, and the way the cartels do it is whenever there's a you know police commissioner that tries to crack down on them, uh, they kill them. Yep. So it's an intimidation by murder. Um, I don't we probably have to take the approach that we did with the uh, Colombian uh, drug lords and send, uh, you know, select uh, DEA teams in there that are, you know, paramilitary type teams and uh, start weeding these, these uh, cartels out. Something has to be done. And I don't know that you can do a military strike on Mexico over the border, but it has to be, you know, Pretty much what we did with Colombia was send in uh, DEA, like SWAT teams, uh, to root them out. But it has to be in cooperation with the Mexican uh, military or Marines or, uh, you know, whatever military force they have. Because their police departments are totally intimidated by the cartels. This much so, we do know. I don't know exactly what it would be, but Trump would do something. Oh, yeah. And... and mainly close the border that stops the uh cash flow to these cartels that'll, that'll put a big dent in them but the fact that they can just go back and forth across the border whenever they want uh bring in fentanyl and other drugs uh at will and that that's a symptom of the open border so you have to close the border and then uh get mexico on board with some type of uh, military operation Kirk, uh, we're going to go lightning round and do a lot of topics this hour. I, I see us covering a lot of ground together before the clock strikes eight. President Trump, I watched it. Uh, you'll tell us if you did. 
deliver what I thought was an excellent, focused, very, very heavy on content and what he would do uh, in his second term. Uh, I really liked it. I liked the part where he talked about uh, the cartels in Mexico and that basically we have to treat them like we do terrorists. We have to be able to go and get them, go after them. I liked everything he said. It was really a well-delivered speech. I, I thought the content was spot on and cited all the um, the issues that we have right now. Trump was awarded, as you know, 62% of the vote in the straw poll at CPAC. That's always a big deal. DeSantis was second with, I think, 20%. Uh, if you watched it, comment. If you didn't, you know of it, comment. I did watch it, and I thought he was um, strong, and it was obvious uh, it was designed to be a contrast to uh, the current president, and I think uh, he came across as measured, and uh, what what he talked about had substance. It wasn't just like... You know, what what a lot of people expected, he'd be howling at the moon about the 2020 election. No, it was policy-oriented, and uh, he was vibrant, strong. He looked, he looked thinner, in shape, uh, and there's no question he has vitality uh, to, to be president, uh, you know, at his age. So I thought it was uh, well-delivered, too. I mean, he had that um, logical... Uh, calm uh, demeanor, uh, tone about it. Uh, I thought it was great. And it, it, it showed that, you know, he's ready to roll. And I, I, is- I totally agree. I think he can't wait until this is really game on uh, because that's what he enjoys. He enjoys go time. He enjoys the action. Uh, what I've been very impressed with, he's gotten off of the crazy stuff that gives the media the opportunity to not cover him seriously or not cover him at all, just ignore him. He's staying. It's it's almost like that period in time when Kellyanne Conway came on board as campaign manager and they brought it home and they delivered a winning campaign in 2016. It has the markings of that uh, filled with discipline. He'll occasionally, you can tell, he'll occasionally tell a story, but they, they're not the kinds of stories that give the media the opportunity to not cover all the serious stuff that he talked about and then make something like that. Oh, there's Trump again, you know, talking about the Dominion voting machines or, you know, they love to have uh, something to distract the seriousness of Trump. They, they never want to talk about his record because his policies come on. I mean, compared to what we've seen now and lived through for the past couple of years, it's it's. They're polar opposites of one another. You couldn't have a more different philosophy of governance, what Biden is doing, weaponizing all these departments, the FTC that we just talked about, Kirk, and all these other things, the IRS, all of it. It's terrible. Justice Department, everything is weaponized. And when Trump was in, it really was about action, jobs, and, you know, energy independence, uh, And look at how we were growing. You know, a couple of people have written me today. This is the 40th anniversary of Reagan's evil empire speech. Uh, Look at the difference between when America has a president who delivers a strong message and who our allies support 
and our enemies fear than what we have going on right now. The, the, our enemies know that we have a damaged, a mentally damaged, weak president, and they are taking full advantage of it, Kirk. It's terrible, and that's what I missed the most was when uh, President Trump was in charge. He, You knew every minute of the day he was working, you know, in the interest of making America excellent. And they showed uh, the results of his policies. You know, we had economic growth going on uh, that was, uh, you know, 4 or 5%. You had inflation at 1.5%. And uh, there was no foreign problems. He was, you know, doing peace deals in the Middle East. And it was great. And you have a shell uh, president that's... Uh, just, you know, directed to say certain things by uh, the powers uh, that be that are behind the scenes. And you and I have speculated who they may be. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, terrible weakness. It, it really is. And, Kirk, did you notice? I don't want to forget to get this in because I haven't mentioned this yet all week. Did you notice? Because it happened, but nobody's really talking about it. Susan Rice has a formal position now within this government. She's no longer just totally in the shadows, you know, behind the curtain, the Wizard of Oz running the show with with some of the other uh, Obama bot puppets. Susan Rice has an actual position now. And she is a dangerous oh. uh, ideologue. Oh, uh, there's no question. Far left, uh, you know, socialist and uh, it, they just believe in government. Government's the solution. Government's the answer. You as an individual do not have the ability to run your own life. It's terrible. It's worse than a nanny state. They are taking us down the road to serfdom, uh, to, to quote a famous uh, book by Friedrich von Hayek. Um, and that's what socialism produces. It produces mediocrity, poverty, and, you know. Misery. It's all a function of, you know, bigger and bigger government. And that take that just saps the whole energy out of entrepreneurship, individualism, uh, the striving for excellence, and this this whole thing. You know, you got the ESG investment crowd, uh, you got the DEI um, investment, uh, you know, corporate philosophy. All that works against making America strong, self reliant, and. Uh, the world superpower. Yep. And we need the economic growth, not only to, uh, you know, fund Social Security and Medicare, but we need the economic growth to rebuild uh, our military strength because China's, you know, their long-term goal is to be the controlling superpower of the world. No doubt. Hold on, Kirk. Off to a great start. Much more content straight ahead. That's true. China now has the largest navy in the world, 600-plus ships. We don't even have 300 at this point, I believe. Uh, and they know why they're making that navy uh, as strong as they're making it. And they added 7% uh, military spending. We're, we're actually short again in terms of all kinds of things because obviously we're, we're providing a lot. I support it, but we're providing a lot to uh to ukraine we've got to because we cannot allow russia it bet it's better to be in a proxy war than to be in world war three so i don't know how i, I i've debated callers and others 
on and off air about this. Uh, there's there's a great split about it. I want to talk to Kirk about it when we come back. Then after that, I want to bring up for Kirk's comment the very bad baseball pitcher, number 19, Anthony Fauci. Fauci, 19. That'll be coming up in just a little bit with Kirk Conover. I'm Hurley in the morning on South Jersey's number one news talk radio station because of you. We know it. We honor you. We we celebrate it with you each day. All because of you. WPG Talk Radio, 95.5. Here's our friend, Sean Hannity. Your morning cup of Sean. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. The Fed chair is now saying, Jerome Powell, warning that Biden's persistent inflation will force him to raise rates higher and faster. This is not good news. If you think the Biden inflation tax was bad, it's about to get a lot worse. This is the first real telegraph that his policies heretofore have not done the job. Powell just warning the Senate that this persistently high inflation will likely force him to raise rates, quote, higher and faster than planned. I at one point said you might see double digit interest rates. If you do, this economy comes to a screeching halt and you'll see unemployment numbers uh, go through the roof. The conservative underground meets later today on the Sean Hannity Show. You know, tragically, last year had a record number of school shooting victims. Now, in active shooter incidents, schools go on lockdown and locked doors impede law enforcement's access. Now, with Knox, both school officials and law enforcement have access to key cards, keys, floor plans, and getting them into those locked doors. Get Knox. Just go to schoolentry.com. That's their website, schoolentry, one word, dot com. Schoolentry.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's number one talk station. I like it when you say it that way. Kirk, did you hear that? South Jersey's number one news talk radio station. Kirk Conover continues. All right, so the next two topics, China. That was my Trump imitation, China. Uh, China and then the very bad right-hand pitcher. No manager would ever tug on their right arm and call for number 19 out of the bullpen, Fauci. That's not happening. That's not happening in Little League, Farm League, Softball, uh, Minor League, Independent League, Major League. Number 19, Fauci. You'll never hear that. Bob Shepard can't say it. Nobody can say it. Unbelievable. We'll get to that, though, Kirk. He's bad. He's, he's, He's so busted right now that you see it. Even when he's on friendly Democrat interview shows, you see how busted he is. Got him. Now they got to get him under oath, under subpoena, and grill the you-know-what out of him. But let's go to China first. 
I'll piggyback off of your comment. There is no question China wants to be the only the world's superpower. And look, they're doing they're doing everything you could possibly do to make that happen. They have strategic alliances with other bad actors in in parts of the world. They pretend that they're a legitimate actor. We we dopes gave them most favorite nation trading status. What a stupid decision that was. Uh, they got the, they got it all. They, they 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 literally have every angle covered. They're treated like they're legitimate. They're rogue as hell, spying on us, brazenly sending the balloon across the entire continental United States that we did nothing about, spying on us. Those shipping container things that go up and down that have clearly they have. Uh, guidance technology and gps and stuff there's no doubt in my mind they're spying all over the place they're buying farmland they have police stations in america nobody nobody believes me when i say this kirk but this is not a rant i mean this is all true and they're building their military up like crazy did you see that demonstration of thousands of troops with their heads all pointed in one direction goose stepping i mean they they are on the march and they they sense and they prey upon weakness. We could not have a worse president at a more dangerous time. All right. I've said my piece. Please comment. Well, they are not only uh, moving militarily to uh, become, you know, a force to be reckoned with, but economically they're doing all these stealth moves <clears throat> that go uh, unreported by the mainstream media. One is the Belt and Road Initiative. They're building ports and infrastructure all around the world so they can more efficiently um, do commerce with the nations of the world. And they build, uh, they're trying to recreate what used to be called the Silk Road uh, to facilitate trade between China and the Western world and Africa and all these ports uh, that they're building, they build these container ports with these cranes. They're putting um, spy cameras on, on the cranes and these ports. It's very insidious. The other thing they're doing is they're trying to decouple uh, the dollar from being the world's uh, reserve currency. They want the, their, you, um, their currency to be the world currency. And they're doing that through a consortium they've cobbled together called BRICS. Brazil, Russia, uh, India, China, and South Africa. Those countries have all agreed to do their trade in their own currencies, thus knocking out the dollar. The dollar is the world's reserve currency for most uh, international trade. So that is where they're trying to weaken us uh, economically. They're trying to supplant us uh, around the world uh, economically. And and because we gave them most favored nation status, that has given them the wealth to build their military. Kirk, uh, generals and other like really bright think tank people, people that I actually trust that aren't political, uh, they're doing models uh, and we don't always win. I mean, there are models where China defeats America 
in a military war. I mean, I don't know what it will take. I guess it will take us uh, under the thumb of China and no longer being a representative republic and, and being treated like they treat their people in China before we before we can get people's attention that this is extremely dangerous what's going on. We cannot have these people that we have in office for very much longer or we're going to lose our country. Let's follow up on that, Kirk, on the other side of the break. Then we'll get to the bad baseball pitcher. That'll be very good because we'll have a great baseball pitcher near major league caliber. I think he was major league caliber in Conover and the worst pitcher in recorded history because he, he made his elbow joint and shoulder joint perform in a direction that what I learned in anatomy and physiology in school is humanly physically impossible. So it could be possible that he is a is a shapeshifter. He threw a ball where he was facing home plate. He threw the ball closer to first base. Now if you know the baseball diamond, you know that is directionally seemingly humanly impossible. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And this is Harry Hurley with a bunch of stories that you can follow on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Let me give you a few. Atlantic City is projected to be top five in America for home price increases in 2023. In, in, in In other words, your property value is going up. Uh, and it's going to go up handsomely, uh, about four and a half percent, if I remember correctly. But read my article. We've got all the details and some of the country. That's not the case. Also, we write about a life. From the Townsport, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. Only one weather nuisance in today's forecast, and that is the wind. Not quite strong enough to blow your garbage can down the block, but definitely breezy. And that's adding a bite to this morning's chilly air. Temperatures in the 30s, wind chills only in the 20s. We'll top out around 47 today, staying breezy, mostly sunny and dry. Clearing cold tonight, low 31. More sunshine with late-day clouds tomorrow, high of 50. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thank you. We're visiting with Kirk Conover about 30, 29 minutes away from Jim Alamut. And we'll be talking about a lot of important things, including, got to put my article in there. Uh, we learned um, very, very early this morning probably in about the late 2 o'clock hour, that Atlantic City is a top five city in in terms of forecasting the increase in the value of your home during 2023. Many areas around the country, Los Angeles, almost 10% loss in value is going to occur this year and other cities in California. And you could pick them. It, it's it's You just look at some of the... Um, the very poorly run Democrat states and their property values are getting uh, demolished, uh, but not in the metro market here, which is something we've been talking about with Joe Daly, with Jim Malamud. It's very interesting. And that uh, let me tell you, that feathers right into John Walters in the nine o'clock hour, because if your property value goes down 
and you go for a reverse mortgage, you're going to get less. The property value is really important for everybody. People are counting on that as a, as a big part. If they haven't already leveraged it, I mean, people are now a trillion in debt on credit cards. That's something, Kirk, we should talk about uh, after Fauci. But let's talk about China and the models that actually show that China – we win some. I don't want to say that it's it's over if we if we have a war with them. But there are models right now, and China's still building, and we're getting weaker. The models are showing that China can defeat the United States of America. I can't believe I'm saying that. No, it's it's a, it's a hard phrase to even hear. Um, but yeah, I've I've seen the the generals talk about that, and it's um, part of their long term plan. You know, they think long term. They don't uh, go by budget cycles or anything else. They are going to do what they have to do uh, methodically to assert their, uh, you know, world domination. And, you know, like I said, part of it's economic with uh, different initiatives. And the other part is, uh, you know, the economic part of it then funds the military part of it. And, you know, when Obama was president, they got rid of the doctrine that the U.S. military had to be strong enough to fight a two-front war, uh, one in Europe and one in, in Asia. And uh, once they got rid of that, that was the beginning of the end of our uh, being uh, strong enough to uh, deter. Interrupting only to say this, you're absolutely correct in that comment. That's not an opinion from Kirk. That is an established fact. We always calculated that we needed to be able to fight two wars at the same time. Now the calculation is, Kirk, we may not have enough to fight one. And that's that's a function of weak leadership uh, with Biden and his cronies. And also the fact that uh, they've just destroyed our ability to even finance a war with running up these huge uh, debts. Yeah. Uh, throwing money around and uh, not even using any of that you you know why didn't they say as part of infrastructure and all these lies that they said this money was about when really it was always about climate climate change and evs and i'm so sick of these people i mean they are they are putting us in such a bad position where someone like china at some point is not going to be afraid to take us on they're going to come and, and, and see what happens. Yeah, and you talk about uh, electric vehicles and the climate cult, what they're, uh, you know, how they're weakening our economy uh, by trying to get rid of fossil fuels and so forth. China's made strategic moves to control the minerals that go into making the batteries. Correct. The cobalt. Uh, yep. lithium and all the different uh, trace elements. Not only does China have a lot of them within their country, but this Belt and Road Initiative has connected them to the mines in Central Africa, the Congo, where the uh, cobalt and the lithium come from. And oh my God, you know, the conditions that these uh, minerals are mined under, you know, they just strip mine the whole jungle. It's slave labor, 
uh, child labor. It's just horrible. The foot, the you know, the carbon footprint to create a, a, a battery for an electric vehicle controlled by China. It's all controlled by China. They think nothing of the individual. Uh, they have slave labor in, in their economy. Kirk, Kirk, we've got to go to the break, but let me just slip this in, too. I, I really do want to get our listeners' attention on how significant a threat China is at, at the current time. We get our antibiotics from them. If they decide to just shut us down, I mean, we're not ready. We've got it. We've got to start making stuff here again. We've got to start making these chips here, not relying on China. Uh, at least iPhones are American parts. China assembled. Make them all here. I mean, we've got to. We've got to really get on board here. We we've got to do a lot more in terms of. Um, I think a lot of the allergy medicine comes from Ireland. Uh, I can tell you I've seen it on the label. The first time I saw it, I was like, wow, look at this product of Ireland. Uh, and it's some very famous allergy medicines that people take, you know, seasonally or, you know, for a good part of the year if they suffer from different types of allergies. China with the antibiotics. I mean, Ireland, great ally. We're not worried there. But, I mean, we can't be relying on China for the cars, for our medicine, and all these other things, we, we really have to get on this. And I think only Trump is capable uh, of showing the strength required by taxing the mess out of uh, China, uh, stop business with them altogether in certain areas. I think we should really be capitalizing on doing more business with Vietnam, uh, where there's tremendous opportunities there. And uh, we wouldn't be dealing with um, with an adversary Biden says no change in our policy. They're a, they're a partner, a strategic partner. Hell no. They don't look at us that way. They're not looking that way at us. What the hell are we doing? So much more with Kirk. We'll go to Fauci next. Number 19, Fauci, the pitcher. Sean Hannity. Two-thirds of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. The average American household paying $10,000 in Biden inflation tax. Real wage growth is down. Heating and electric bills now at a 25-year high. Credit card debt is at an all-time record of 15% jump in the third quarter. That's the highest in over two decades. Are you better off now than you were two years ago? Sean Hannity, weekday afternoons at 3 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me this afternoon at 3. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Ten minutes before the top of the hour with Kirk Conover, we continue. So number 19, Fauci, the horrifically bad baseball pitcher. Uh, There's so many, so many things have come out, Kirk. Let me just throw out one of the latest. Uh, Senator Rand Paul has confirmed the existence of a memorandum between a female staffer, I forget her name, I can't forget Fauci's name because he's not famous, he's infamous. Uh, and in it, she's telling him how this appears to be uh, from leaked out of the Wuhan Institute of Virology, uh, you know, through gain of function and all that. Uh, and Fauci writes back, this wouldn't be good for China, period. This wouldn't be good for science, Look where this twisted man's priorities are. Terrible. And it's uh, all part of the, the whole thing to appease China. These left-wing uh, 
ideologues within our government think they can appease China and China will behave. Um, you and I talked a long time ago that it, uh, this thing came out of a lab. It's a manufactured virus, and I think it was, you know, once it got out of the lab, whether it was accidental or on, on purpose, China figured they'd give it a test drive, you know, see how uh, it would work. And uh, basically, you know, they shut down our economy and disrupted the supply chain. And, you know, you have perfectly rational people being forced to wear the compliance masks, you know. Or as what's her name? Um, oh, gosh, she does the uh, the comment. Tommy Laren. I was going to say she does the commentary every morning here on our program. She calls them face diapers, which I love. Yeah. Face diapers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and Fauci, you know, he was saying at, at first, you know, it's a, the masks don't work and then the masks do work and then they don't work and then double mask and triple mask. Uh, everything was to take uh, the emphasis off of this lab in China because, like I said, they want to appease these left wingers think they can appease China and China laughs in their face. And you can see. Well, you know, they, they every time we catch them, they actually make a very aggressive, provocative statement. You know, when we we caught the spy balloon, a civilian, and and then we shoot it down. Finally, after it, uh, they, they let it go all the way to your front lawn. Then they shot it down about, you know, 100 feet from your property in South Carolina. They finally shoot it down in the water, and China is saying, uh, we want our property back, and you're aggressive, and you shouldn't have done this. I mean, this, they're unbelievable, Kirk. Yeah, and you can tell. Uh, as, as you get closer to the truth, uh, China bristles uh, more and more, and that is an indication that, you know, we are getting closer to the truth. And, you know, Fauci is... Well, hey, listen, he's had to change his tune to we may never know how this originated. Well, he was so confident it, it, it originated. It was natural origin. He couldn't be. He, he, he never gave any. He made it. You, he made you a kook if you said that it, it, it escaped from a, a China lab. Uh, we know that's how it happened. We always knew that that's how it happened. And I think we're going to be able to prove he always knew that that's how this happened. Yeah, he's a despicable character, and, uh, you know... His was, his entire life's work, his entire reputation, he's going to be destroyed. There's no other way this can end other than that. I don't say that with any joy. You know me, Kirk. I don't, I don't believe in that kind of, you know, going after people for no reason, this kind of thing. This guy, he has it coming. What he did was so detrimental to our country that he can't possibly make up for it. Yeah, not only was it detrimental in, in, you know, disrupting the economy, but, you know, it showed how much uh, power the government can exercise before the the people, you know, revolt. I mean, eventually uh, people got tired of the whole thing and, uh, you know, took the mask off and said, heck with it. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it was a test run of how much government control, uh, you know, these lefty Democrats can get away with. And Fauci gave them the blueprint, you know, create a health emergency. Therefore, you can uh, control the economy. You can c- control 
most of the people and being good Americans, you know, most of the people were uh, doing their best to be compliant until they realized that this was all phony baloney. Yeah. The vaccines didn't really work. Uh, the mask didn't Well, work. Kirk, I think the vaccines did work. I mean, you know, it, it, I think the vaccines prevented many deaths and, and, and severe illness that would have happened. Now, did people lie, you know, or were they wrong when they said, if you take the vaccine, you can't get COVID-19? They, they never should have said that. But the point is, it did give you a, a, a milder form. I think the vaccines did work. Uh, look, some of them were terrible. I think the Johnson & Johnson vaccine was flat out dangerous. Uh, and, you know, some were better than others. But uh, they, their dishonesty can't be denied at this point, though. It really can't. Kirk, I, I, we only have three minutes, and I really want to get into this because I'm seeing what I almost feel are planted stories about Michelle Obama for president of the United States in 2024. Now, you know, whether it's that guy that does that goofy show uh, on Showtime, the circus or whatever it's called, McKinnon, he labels her as, you know, having the it factor and this and that. I mean, could it be? I mean, the the glowing media that she receives is, you know, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, it's 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 idol worshiping the, the coverage that her and Barack get. But why would she be qualified to be president of the United States? I'm not aware of a single thing she's ever done in her life except sleep in the White House for eight years that would qualify her. I mean, so if I stayed in a Motel 6, you know, I'm the general manager of the property. What what makes her qualified to be president? Well, I think what makes her qualified in the in the Democrat uh, leaning world is the fact that she's a, a blatant left wing ideologue. Uh, you know, everything about whenever she's asked for an opinion, it's always you know more government, more government spending. You know, we got to do this, that, and the other thing. It's never about you know we got to empower the individual. We got to have equal opportunity. You'll never hear that come out of her mouth. I mean, she was some kind of a health healthcare executive uh in her uh pre uh you know first lady life but it's uh just that's what qualifies her they know she'd be a reliable leftist you know just like Buttigieg. there's nothing that qualifies him oh my god he's totally disqualified and i i've always said the guy couldn't fill the potholes in south bend indiana he's a joke everywhere he's ever been he checks the box so they keep promoting this guy it's unbelievable how losers get to lose their way to the top it's it's actually maddening uh, i will tell you this though democrats are starting to slip though they they know they need somebody with the it factor in order to be able to beat donald trump they, they act like they want to run against trump that's not the truth the truth is they want to destroy him they want to criminally prosecute him. They want to make him ineligible to even be able to be on the ballot. They do not want to run against him. They only fake it like they want to run against him. They don't want to, Kirk. Yeah. That you're, you can't be more right on that. Uh, you can tell by their reaction to anything Trump that uh, they really don't want to run against no. him. And it also shows how how shallow their bench is. I mean, they're, uh, oh, it's terrible. They're not going to. It is terrible. And, you know, 10 seconds. What is the clock? I mean, guys like 
guys like Cory Booker actually thinking about running for president? What's he ever done? I mean, except be a reliable left-wing vote. There you go. And, and he that. used to be reasonable until he wanted to be president. Then he got all woke and crazy. Kirk, thanks for a great visit. Until next time. WPG Great, Gary. Always a pleasure to be on your program. Thank you, Kirk. A Town Square Media Station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. Jim Malam. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thank you. Welcome back. Six minutes past the hour and not a moment too soon because we wrote about real estate and it all ties into Jim Malamut's world. And it's exciting news that Atlantic City is top five in the projection of the uh, rate of growth in terms of your property valuation for 2023, when a lot of the country is going to experience even double-digit declination. So it's a big deal. Atlantic City, fifth in terms of the entire country. And they what they did is they, they viewed every quadrant, if you will, the West, the Southeast, everywhere in America, the West is going to get hit the worst, California and some other spots that are going to have very, very bad um, 2023 years in terms of price values on your home. Jim Malamud is here, our official and exclusive mortgage professional for the Hurley in the Morning program for more than 30 years. And they do it all, mortgage loans, refinancing, overall mortgage planning. Jim Malamut and his team, the Malamut team at 3153 Fire Road, Suite 1B in Egg Harbor Township. The phone number to call, 609-646-5555. And this program is presented by Paid for by Jim Alamut and Green Tree Mortgage. So, Jim, when we um, bring up Atlantic City in such a favorable light, I conclude in my piece that when Atlantic City is compared objectively, Atlantic City always shows well. When Atlantic City is compared subjectively, there's still work to do. The reputation, people say it's not safe, people say it's not clean. There's a lot of subjectivity out there. But that's good news, uh, not only for Atlantic City, but I would think for the entire New Jersey metro market. Yeah. You know, Harry, great to be here as always. Thank you. And things in the real estate world have been pretty steady in terms of values, you know, and that's where Zillow is predicting we're going to see an increase, which is great to see. Good. um, In a bad year. Yeah. You know, I, I can tell you right now, volume is down across the country because, you know, inventory is still relatively low um, historically. And, you know, if you go back and compare it to last year, it's up a little bit. But if you compare it to 2020, we're still down, like, significantly. And and then that's... What I, what I am happy about, Jim, I went to the Oracle of Zillow All right. before your arrival, and the Ponderosa is up over the last 30 days, 0.6%. That's good. After having been down 0.7%. That's really, I mean, that's a, like a rounding error. That's like flat. And when you think about all that's been going on, I think that's a win. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely holding water here in Atlanta County. And, you know, you see it every day. Where there's no listings. You know, I, I look at every day most towns, and there's really not a lot out there. There's a little bit more than last year, like I was saying before, but there's not a lot. And, you know, anything that's priced right sells quickly, has multiple offers, 
not as hot as last year, not getting maybe 20 offers, but you're still getting five offers. and More than enough. Exactly. So th- there's still plenty of buyers out there for well-priced houses. It's just if you're trying to price your house over asking, you know, significantly over what the market value is, then you're not going to sell it. And you, you pre-qualified, as you have done before, you pre-qualified my son sure. recently. So I'll out Harry Hurley Jr. And uh, his his problem he's got perfect credit as you know he's got the money uh the inventory's not there there's nothing especially again if, if you're talking you know different price points in different towns but let's just say the entire county anything under 300 350 there really is not a lot out there and um and that's what a lot of people want exactly and that, that's where the huge market of buyers are so if you find a house that's you know priced for 275 you know let's say 250 up it sells so quick because there's just that's where the market is right now. And in the condos, you know, we've, we've talked about condos for years here. And um, I'm not the biggest fan because there's some risk there, but they have appreciated so much over the last couple of years because their value, you know, that's what people can afford. And um, it, there's, there's a lot out there. There's not a lot out there. And that's why the prices are staying relatively on the higher end. And we're, I think Atlantic City, you know, if we want to go, you know, macroeconomic wise, you know, we've had we were we were behind the bubble or excuse me, behind the eight ball, let's say um, we had the, the casino bubble follow, you know, before the financial crisis. And those two back to back really hurt this area. And, and it took a while to recover yeah. from that. We and got I crushed. Think, we got crushed. And, and I think, you know, part of what you're seeing on Zillow is, you know, right now, I don't see any casinos closing. No. You know, so we aren't going to we aren't going to have this significant job loss here that you might see in these other towns. Like, Although we have to be very mindful about what New York is about to do, because that is something that could cause a big problem that, yeah. to, for those um, that, that have a way back machine. And you can remember where we were, where Jim is talking about right now, Atlantic City had the highest home foreclosure rate in America. Atlantic City had the highest home foreclosure rate in America. And I can upgrade that to Atlanta County. The entire county uh, was the worst of the worst in the entire country in two categories you never want to lead the uh, pack in. Uh, This time, instead of our – and our property values went down precipitously at that time. A big time, double digit in some cases, uh, declination. This time in 2023, where a lot of the country is going down, some is staying flat. The Atlantic City area is projected to be up by 4.3 percent for 2023, which I think is fantastic news. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree entirely, and I think a lot of it is because hopefully no casinos close. You know, and that's a big part of it. You know, you see these other areas, Los Angeles, San. You know, I looked look at San Jose. I think yes. You know, these are areas where I would say there's more tech areas. You know, Austin, Texas. These are where you're seeing these larger companies lay off people. So, True. so obviously, you know, eventually they're going to not pay their mortgage or they're going to have to sell their house, and then you know that's why there's going to be more inventory. So, I think here you're not seeing that issue as much. You know, at least not yet. And and that's my hope is that we're you know, we don't see a severe recession. You know, we've talked about that over the last few episodes. You know, in December, I you know my my I was praying that we're not going to see that recession. That there was going to be a soft landing. And you know, three months later, I, or last episode, I said you know, I thought we 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 accomplished that. A thirty days later, I don't know so much. You know, know, a lot has changed over the last thirty days since I was here on on the interest rate side that. 
I'm getting a little nervous again where things go with the overall economy um, as the year goes on. We're usually on the same wavelength, and that was exactly what I was going to tease as we go into the break, that I've been watching the rates go up. They're over 7 again, Yep, 7.1 last time I checked. But Jim will have all the latest. We want to get the 30-year mortgage rate and what the implications of all this are as we continue with Jim Malamut and Green Tree Mortgage right after this with Jim. I am respectfully yours. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Set the first button on your car radio for South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We are back, Jim Alamut, Green Tree Mortgage, fame, you know the rest. Uh, now, so much to talk about. We have probably five or six topics that Jim and I ran off during the break. Let's start with interest rates because one of the things we did talk about off air, and I've been sharing this pretty much all week, at least once a day, the increase, the average mortgage is now $607 more than it used to be. This is life-changing stuff, Jim. Yeah, unfortunately, the rates uh, in the last 30 days have gone up like a full percent. And, um, you know, I don't even know if those that these current numbers are baked into that. You know, that, that could be 30 days ago's numbers. So um, you know, it's definitely harder to qualify. You know, your payments are higher than they used to be. And, you know, that's why I think there's been a little bit of cooling of demand. You know, you're not, I'm not getting as many calls as I used to for new, for buyers. At the same time, you know, there's not a lot of inventory. The market's still hot, you know, if, if a house is priced right. But the interest rates are starting, you know, they will start having an impact on prices eventually. They have to. You know, that's the goal of the Fed. What what a frustration. We're in a market where it could just be boom time, but all the different variables have to be in line to create the perfect storm. There's these other economic, you know, inflation. It really comes down to inflation. You know, that the inflation is is killing the rest of the economy and they have to get that under control um, before things get worse. So, you know, as, as a result, we're, there's going to be some pain. And, and that's what the Fed told us yesterday. It was, yesterday was not a good day. Um, you know, the last 30 days have not been great. And then yesterday was like the, the, the icing on the cherry well, on top. Chair, Chairman Powell so. just teased the markets into like just a bad day. I mean, the Dow was the last, yeah, way the, down. The last 30 days where interest rates were, were not good. And then the hope was that maybe, you know, he'd come in and, and give us some better tone and, and, and it was a worse tone. So it was like, oh man, we're, we're not going to see lower interest rates for a while now. Um, so the 7% number might be the normal, you know, like you were saying, let's hear what interest rates are. So 30 year conventional fixed interest rates yesterday, if you didn't want to pay zero points, we're, we're 7%, 7.125. You know, a lot of people right now are electing to pay about one point and the rate gets, you get about a half a percent break. Um, so you're like 6.5, 6.625 with one point. Um, so I what's s- that cost? One point one percent of the loan amount. Okay. So let's say you know it's a three hundred thousand dollar loan amount. It's a three three thousand dollars extra at closing. You know, typically I would advise. You know, I can do a whole segment on this. You know, should you pay points or not? And I usually don't like paying points because it's an upfront cost that you never get back. And, and later you can refinance, which we did with you. That's why I don't like. Times. That's why I don't like paying points because this is this upfront fee that you never get back when you refinance. And and the hope, you know, is a, even thirty days ago rates were one percent lower. So if you get a rate today at seven percent, you know, the hope would be in the next year or two that you can refinance to a lower interest rate. So I wouldn't advise paying the points, but a lot of people right now are doing that. By the way, that is the Malamut School, 
And you and your dad, the late great Bill Malamut, you've been true to that. 29 years ago when we bought the Ponderosa, it was 8.5%. And we talked about it, uh, you know, because I was in banking and I said, hey, are we looking at something where we should, you know, buy this thing down by a point or whatever? Uh, and Bill said, no. He said, get in there now. You don't front that money like you just said. And then we're going to redo this. We'll, we'll refinance it at some point. And I don't remember how long it was, but it wasn't that long. And we went from eight and a half to six, from six to four. And it's very doable. Now, you can't say pass this prologue, but it typically is. Yeah, it's they go up, they go down. Exactly. The, it, it'll happen eventually. And the thing is, you know, if, if you pay a point, you know, your, your typical um, payback period where your your cost equals your savings is about four years, let's say, somewhere between four to five years. So it, you would hope in the next four to five years, rates come down at, at some point, 1%, where you can make that savings there. And, and instead of paying this $3,000 up front, you refinance and, and pay it then and then get a lower interest rate. So um, that's why I typically advise people not to pay points. But in today's market, when rates start going up like this, you, don't, you almost don't have a choice because the mortgage companies start making less money. The, 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 yeah. you know, when we sell the loan to the next bank, we make X amount of dollars on each deal. And if that pricing starts getting affected when rates go up, so all of a sudden we're not making the same amount and we have to pass that cost on to the borrower. And the borrower starts paying those, you know, the, the difference. Um, and, and this only happens when rates go up. When rates are stable, when they start going down, there's no issues like this. But when rates go up, you start seeing points come back, buy downs, all these these crazy things. Something you usually don't do. You don't usually recommend people locking in. Is this an exception? Is this a time where if somebody's about to do a deal and close, because we're in a, a seems like in a rate raising environment would you recommend people lock in now yeah probably yeah you know i think if you're comfortable with the payment you know you lock in because it seems more than likely rates are going up than down you know and i mean jerome powell basically said that yeah and again that that could change 30 days ago it seemed the other way i know and all of a sudden i actually thought when we were at like near six in your last appearance which isn't ages ago yeah 30 days uh, ago yeah probably less uh but yes about that I thought we were going to come in here and this would be going the other way. I, I was hopeful. It seemed like that was the trend. And then yeah. all of a sudden, these these nasty inflation numbers kind of reared their head. And well, you know, it also was just devastating. And I don't believe it. I'm not going to get into it on your show. But I can't believe that the January numbers could possibly have been 517,000 jobs were created. I won't believe it. I see the list of all the companies laying people off. This is after the holiday seasonal hiring. I don't know where these numbers come from and and if they're completely illegitimate or or what, but that certainly didn't seem like we were in an environment where because that's a blowout number. It was that's huge. And that's why. It, and that crushed us. It, it, it is part of the because now they got to bring more pain. So I said, what's what's February going to be? Uh, Six hundred thousand jobs. So I don't know, but I don't believe that number. But that's the number they're going with. I think you'll, the jobs number might be a little more disappointing this month. Um, but end of the day, you know, it, it's all about the inflation numbers. So in, until they, they tame, you know, all the, the, these price increases, we're going to keep uh, having higher interest rates for the next year, I would imagine. So do you think there's a lot of people right now? I think there are. There are people that either want to maybe downsize or sell their home uh, because they're, you know, the, the home is worth more than it's ever been. But they have to have a place to live. 
there's, there, I mean, we, you know, there's a huge circle of issues right now, and and the biggest part of that issue is people don't want to pay the higher interest rate. You know, they they got their two three percent interest rate when rates were lower, and they feel like you know, right? I sell the house I've got at two three four percent interest rate to go take the new one at seven percent. Right. So then now they're downsizing and paying almost a higher payment. Yeah. And you know, or the same payment. So it's like, why does this make sense? So that's why you're not seeing it. And you know, that's part of the beginning of the circle is, you know, there so now this person isn't selling their house. So they're not house their house is not going to the market and now there's no inventory. And you know, that's part of the circle of, you know, why we're not seeing any inventory come to the market and do you, um, think, prices that, are staying where do you think, Jim, that ultimately the answer is new construction? You're seeing it more. I mean, I've, I've seen more new construction, you know, because I live in Linwood, so I, I know Linwood very well. I've seen more new construction in Linwood in the last two years than I've seen in the last 10. Because easily. that's your only way, right? Almost. Yeah, there's just there's just more houses popping up all of a sudden. And be, exactly, there's, there's not a lot of opportunity elsewhere. So you're seeing a lot more of that. And, um, you're, you're seeing it in other towns too. It, it's just end of the day. I, I think you know the the interest rates are going to keep impacting where things go from here. And uh, you know if rates continue to stay in the sevens, I, I think prices are are going to start coming down a little bit. They just have to. But you're, you're not seeing it yet. That's all I, I can say. Captain Obvious, I guess is this mauve? Would that be mauve or is it light purple? I don't know what color. I like that color. Today. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Brings out my blue eyes. They tell me. Um, but anyhow. Uh, Captain Obvious here reporting for duty in my purple shirt. Refi right now is Ooh. like completely shut down. It, 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 it doesn't exist right now, correct? Unless you're getting divorced or you really, really need cash. And like a cash out. Yeah, unless you need cash, you know, credit card debt. You know, I had I, last month I told you I had somebody who saved $3,000 a month, even at a 6.5% interest rate because they had so much credit card debt that they paid off with the equity they have in their home now. And, you know, that's the only ones you see is divorces and, and people cashing out to pay off debt. Otherwise, no one's refinancing to, to lower their, their interest rate to 6% or 7%. So, um, you know, and I, I unfortunately, I have, a, I have a friend in North Jersey. He worked for a company and that's all they kind of did was refinances and he got laid off. And, and that's where you're kind of seeing in the, in the, in the mortgage side is there's been a lot of layoffs on the mortgage side because things have slowed down so much in the last year. And, um, you know, it's just a, a side product of, of where things are in the economy. If that chime startled you at all, that was somebody robbing my home right now. <laughs> I have it on video, but they got they got the TVs. So. Oh, man. No, no, I'm just teasing. Uh, but that is what that is. Somebody was at the door. Jim Alamut, uh, all about the um, the mortgage markets and, and what's happening. And I appreciate your intellectual honesty always. Uh, what do you think about 2023? What kind of year are you looking at? It's, it's slower. You know, my honest answer is things are slower. You know, and if you talk to any realtor, any mortgage person, they're not as busy as they were last year, two years ago, three years. You know, it's, things are the volume is down overall. And again, I, I was more confident a month ago than I am now because interest rates in the sevens, you're going to even have less demand. And it just is what it is. So I'm not I'm not as confident as I once was. Um, I don't I'm not. I'm not here saying, oh, don't buy a house. Right. You know, you, you, you've heard me. I, I bought a house at the worst time in 2005, and, and, and things worked out because the rent prices are so high. You know, we could talk about that for a whole segment. You know, rent right now, I, 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 look, I talked to a realtor yesterday who explained to me where rents are. He said the average home rental 
is $3,000 in Atlanta County offshore. This is crazy. Okay, so why would you rent when you can buy still, even at 7%? So, so that isn't changing. You know, that fa- you know that's still going on, and there's, there's, there's still buyers out there. But, of course, just- to buy, you have to have the down payment, and you have to be able to have the debt-to-equity ratio yeah. and afford the monthly payment. There's just, again— Some people are forced to rent. Exactly. So the the rates going up are, are, are going to sap demand a little bit. And um, as a result, you know, things are going to be a little bit slower this year. And I, again, I, I think Zillow is pretty accurate. I, you know, 4%, if we see a 4% increase, I'd be surprised. I'd be happy. Uh, me too. Um, I, I think we're going to see more flatter than that. I don't, I don't think we're going to see such a decline, but I think it's going to be like a flat year, like a 1% um, would be my guess. And there is good news. If you go to my article on the website or on the app, and we're going to go to the break right now. Just squeeze this in real quick. We'll come back strong with Jim Malamud for the second half of the Green Tree Mortgage monthly radio program here on the Hurley in the Morning program for 2024 through 2027. Healthy growth is projected. Well, by then you have a whole new administration, whole new economy. Things will hopefully be a little bit different by then. Yeah, we have to survive. Exactly. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Back in just a few minutes, 609-646-5555. Easy number to remember because it's been in effect for more than three decades, closer to four. 609-646-5555. Jim Malamut, the Malamut team at Green Tree Mortgage. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Don't go away. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. 31 minutes past the hour. Harry Hurley with three stories you can follow right now on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. We're just talking about it now. It's it's our lead story that Atlantic City is projected to be a top five city in America in terms of home price increase for 2023. I have to say I was very surprised, pleasantly. We wrote an article, I hope you'll read it, A Life Well Lived. And Atlanta County Prosecutor Will Reynolds and his team have arrested and charged the third suspect in the Timothy Council murder in Atlantic City. The Townsport, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Both today and tomorrow will be bright and sunny and dry. Now, if only we could get rid of that bitter, blustery wind. It'll be breezy all day for South Jersey today. Mostly sunny and dry. High of 47 degrees. Clearing cold tonight. Low 31. More sunshine with some late day clouds tomorrow and lighter winds. High of 50. Next rain chance moving in Friday afternoon into Friday night. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Pro, pro. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Healthy life. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We are back. Did you know that New Jersey's proposed energy master plan is going to cost $1.4 trillion of your money. That's nearly $150,000 per person to electrify all of your home appliances, pay the bill for public EV charges, stop the sale of gas cars and trucks, and put our electric grid on unreliable footings. Join Affordable Energy for New Jersey as we advocate for common sense energy policy and solutions that actually work for South Jersey. Learn more about the state's proposed policies at njaffordableenergy.com. It's Jim Alamut and the Green Tree Mortgage Radio Program uh, presented by Green Tree Mortgage and Jim Alamut. We thank you very much for that. And we, we were chatting about something very important, but I also want to take this opportunity. Promises made, promises kept. I promised a $500 grant 
to Gilda's Club, and let me get it correct, Cancer Support Community New Jersey at Gilda's Club. I did note Gilda's Club South Jersey in the memo because I'd, I'd like the funds to stay in South Jersey if they can, Jim, but that, I trust you and the team over there with that. Uh, there you have it. I promised you, and there it is. Thank you, Harry. We appreciate it. You know, hopefully you enjoy the pizza. Um, it was a great event the other night. Michael Tessa was there, and, you know, like he said, he gave it an 8.5. Scored um, very, very high. You know, very good score. So, um, you know, I'm a big fan of the pizza. And by, you know, I, I, I don't hype a lot of things up in life, and this is the one thing that I think actually lives up to the hype. I've, I, I've told a lot of, pizza, a lot of people – you got to try this pizza because it's that good. No one has said differently. Yeah, everyone I've and told. And I'm talking pizza snobs, Jim. Yeah. Everyone I've told is like, wow, like they're like, this is really good. You know, there's, there's no way like, all right. You know, I've had maybe one person out of like 20, 30 people like, all right, like that wasn't like amazing. So, so they're the problem. That's all. That's, yeah, that's, that's, you're, you're always gonna have a hater yeah, once yeah. in a while. So, um, but you know, um, back to mortgages. I, I want to talk some new rules that have changed since um, our last show, and and one of them is a bigger one. You know, you. You're not allowed to do a cash-out refinance until 12 months after purchase now. Um, you used to be able to do it six months. So you have to wait another six months now to cash-out refinance. Is that they want refinance. 12 on-time payments? They want to see 12 on-time payments um, for a conventional or FHA cash-out refinance now. Wow. So um, that that's a new rule uh, that goes into effect now, basically. So, you know, it's uh, – again, I don't think it's going to have too much of an effect because – Interest rates are so high, we're not seeing a lot of cash out refinances. But um, is it also typically it doesn't happen that early because how much equity do you have? A lot of it's people who buy the house cash. Oh, there you go, and then want to get their money back. There you go. So it's it's somebody like that more than anything yeah. that gets affected. Yeah. So um, you know, people like that are putting cash out or doing hard money loans. You know, people will do hard money yep. loan and then pay it off six months later with a real mortgage for you know why they couldn't. You know, they do these loans for quick closings, yeah. stuff like that. Um, so these are the, they're going to have issues taking cash out. But again, if it's a rate and term refinance, if there's a mortgage on the property and you're just paying the mortgage off, there's no seasoning requirement. But if you want to take cash out, then you have to wait the 12 months. So, um, you know, if, if there's a mortgage recorded, you, it's not the end of the world. But if there's no mortgage on the property, and you want to take cash out. Um, you know, there's no waiting period either. What I'm about to bring up might not necessarily come to your attention because you've already done the deal and this happens at a later point but do you sense that during this um i'll just have to say what it is bad economy that we're in right now we know that we're about to hit a trillion dollars in credit card debt people are now buying their groceries and things you never used to put on a credit card on the credit card because times are tough and the paycheck is not keeping up with inflation are people taking out uh, these cash outs that you're talking about and home equity loans and things like that? I think, you know, we get calls a lot and we tell them what the interest rates are and then they say, oh, maybe I should do a home equity loan. And, you know, my honest answer is it's probably your better option right now. Um, you know, I don't make any money out of that and, and it's not best for my business, but that's my honest answer is because why would you touch your interest rate at 2 3%? Just to take out fifty thousand dollars, yeah. you know, I would do a home equity loan for that amount of money and pay the higher interest on that money. Um, but like I said, it doesn't help me. So, and what they're doing, I mean, whatever the rate is, like I heard someone was offered like nine percent the other day, right. uh, which sounds terrible. But if you're paying off credit card debt that you racked up, that's twenty some percent. Yeah. You know, high teens to twenty some, and some even higher, depending on the person's credit worthiness. 
then that 9% is very attractive. Exactly. So, you know, we, we do get calls for the cash out refinances and, and there's some people, they can't get the home equity loans. That's why they end up using us. But um, if I had a perfect credit score and I could do a home equity loan, that would probably be my first option before doing a cash out refinance, even though, like I said, it doesn't benefit Jamal Mutt. Um, but I like to be honest and, and give you you know, our listeners, great information. Well, that's smart and that's good business. And like you said, it's the honest thing to do. And then someday they're going to come back to you, yeah. you know, to, to do business again. So that, that that's always the right thing. And you guys always do the right thing. You mentioned the uh, condominium sector. Sure. Uh, is that is that the last best hope right now? Because there is at least some availability. There's not a lot of inventory there either, Harry. Really? You know, there's not a lot of inventory there. They, they, they any. Would condo, you say that's just as tight as the housing yeah, market? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So no difference. So you know, any kind of that. You know, again, there's so much demand for under two hundred thousand um, that these condos have jumped up. You know, there's some condos selling for like two fifty now in the Galway Smithville area. So the condos are hot, and um, there's not a lot of inventory there. So they're just it's the same issue there as as the 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 cheaper priced houses, let's say. Before we uh, go to the final break, then we're going to have a good 10 minutes, I believe, uninterrupted. What's the latest on appraisals? I haven't had any issues with values or anything. You know, it's very rare. You know, I'll give you one example. I had uh, somebody recently buying a house in Haddonfield and the house was listed for 375 and was the sales price was 485, 100,000 over asking price. Wow. Okay, and it appraised for four sixty five or four sixty. Wow. Okay, so you know it was probably very underlisted, but they did that on purpose, I guess, to get a lot of demand. And you know there was probably fifty offers on this thing, and my guy was the one who won the bid, and because he, they said he been a hundred over a hundred thousand over asking price. Um, and but the asking price was low. The asking price was low, but at the same time, like I said, there, I'm just trying to show that there's are places like this out there. There are houses that, you know, sell quickly um, in this market still. I, at that price point, I don't often hear about 100000 below the value, but that's always a strategic thing. You put it at a price point that just creates so much interest that you wind up getting an offer above, you yeah. know. And it's not, you're not seeing that as much in Atlantic County, but, um, you know, this was in Haddonfield where the markets are very strong, Haddonfield, Cherry Hill area. I mean, there's there's so much demand there still and not a lot of inventory. So um, I, I'm not negative on housing, but I do just think, you know, interest rates staying in the higher seven, saying 7% plus will cool demand and, um, you know, won't. We won't see such a price increase this year as a result. Well, when you look at the Malamut family um, business, you've been through great recessions. Uh, really, we had a depression. It, it was not a, a great recession. That's what they called it for the country. When you have the highest home foreclosure rate in America, the highest uh, unemployment rate in America, you're in a depression. So you've seen all this cyclical activity. The pendulum, it always swings back and forth exactly you, so this is not this is not shocking to you no i've like seen it and I would, I would still be buying a house if i needed to live somewhere yeah. you know I, I wouldn't be renting just because the rent prices are out of control so and, and there's no rentals I, again so my i asked my friend yesterday to give me the breakdown he said there were 48 listings of rentals offshore in the first two months of the year and in and compared to 2020 pre-covid there were a hundred so there's literally half the amount of rentals available 
today that there were pre-COVID. And we've talked on your show, there was a time where Ocean City had like one or two. Right. Longport had one. That's very familiar to me. One rental. I mean, it's it's tough out there. Yeah. So, so what does that mean? When we come back, I want to ask you your thoughts on the, I know this is a little bit out of your lane, but not really because you pay attention to all of this. What's the summer rental season going to be like? And incidentally, I think there's a day of reckoning coming with the Airbnb because there's, I'm, I'm not even talking about that fentanyl death and some of that sad stuff that's been happening. You know, you have to be very careful out there when you're traveling, traveling with a child. If somebody's in the room before you and they drop a pill, uh, and your little baby ingests the pill or whatever, you know, uh, residue is left. Uh, it's, um, it's something to really pay attention to. We'll be back. Jim Malamut, Green Tree Mortgage for all of your mortgage needs. Don't do as I say, do as I do. Turn to Jim and the Malamut team, 609-646-5555. We'll be right back. If you love South Jersey's talk station, then the WPG Talk Radio app is a must-have on your phone. Listen to all your favorite talk shows around the clock and instantly call them with just the tap of your finger. Text the WPG Talk Radio studio. Send us your pictures and videos of breaking news and more. It's the WPG Talk Radio app, a free download from South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins this afternoon at 1. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. With Jim Alamut, it's the Green Tree Mortgage Radio Program. John Walters is on deck all about reverse mortgages. So we go forward and then we go reverse. We've got it all covered. This is a year that I believe reverse mortgages are going to have a great year because there are a lot of people that they're on fixed income. They can't keep up. With these price increases, uh, medical bills and prescriptions and food and everything is just crazy through the roof. We'll talk about all this with John coming up. Jim, I know you have much more time as yours. Yeah, you know, and to kind of just jump off that, I, I saw recently, I think it was Upper Township talking about their tax increases. You know, I think you're going to see a lot of townships have to increase taxes um, due to these, you know, health costs and all these other, you know, they have to pay everybody more. Just inflation is going to start rearing its head into these budgets and um, we're going to start seeing taxes start going up again around here, which is kind of where I was flowing with our segment. You know, tax appeals are, are gone. You know, you don't, you don't hear about tax appeals anymore because everybody's values have gone up so yeah. much. You um, couldn't lose in the past. Right. So maybe they made deals with you because you, they knew you were going to win. Right. So, I'll, you know, taxes start going up again. Maybe people start trying to appeal again. But th- that's a thing of the past. So that that's gone. Um, right now is also, you know, we have 30 days till April 15th or so. So it's tax season. If, if you're self-employed, you know, this is the time to call us so that we can look at your tax returns. You know, a lot of people can get approved with just one-year tax returns for a conventional mortgage. This so, is a great point because this year might be better for you than the one you file. And if you file that one, that's the one you got to use. Again, not for everybody, but a lot of conventional borrowers, we can get approved with just one year of tax return. So we can, you know, look at before you file it this year, you know, you can always do an extension too. You come in, we, we talk about how much you want to qualify for. I tell you how much you're going to need to show. And then you, you show that on your tax return. So this is that time of season to for our self-employed borrowers to give us a call and, and get into a house if they're not in one now or if they want to get into a bigger one in the future. Um, so I wanted to just make sure I talked about that before the end of the, the program today. Um, the other thing was, was mortgage insurance, Harry. You know, that 
a new rule, more FHA reduced their mortgage insurance monthly. So it used to be 0.85% a month. Now it's back to 0.55% a month like it used to be. So then your um, payment will come down? Your payment will go down. Um, you save about a thousand. I haven't seen that yet. You save about $1,000 a year Good. if um, you're borrowing like 300000 So Yeah, the reason I know I haven't seen it yet is it's the same amount I pay every month. Well, you're not going to see that benefit. Only new borrowers who are getting a new oh, mortgage are going to see that benefit. Okay. So that doesn't apply to people already in the loan. Got this it. is for new loans. So, you know, it keeps FHA more competitive with conventional. You know, the conventional mortgage insurance is based on credit score and down payment amounts. And, um, you know, people with, with higher credit scores are getting these very cheap mortgage insurances and it makes them do more conventional loans as a result. And FHA is just trying to stay more competitive. So they've lowered the mortgage insurance, try to make it more, you know, cheaper to get into houses for first time home buyers. Um, so, you know, it, it does help. I've, I've seen the number, you know, it, it, it helps you qualify for about $40,000 more than you would have um, by the mortgage insurance coming down. So it definitely helps you know, people get into houses. Jim, let's talk about something that I, I know your position on it. And this is this is important because it could take someone from being qualified to not being qualified. People can make the mistake. They get this um, prompt. Hey, you can boost your score. You know where I'm going. Like Experian Boost or some of these other ones that say, look, you pay your uh, cell phone on time. You pay your electric bill on time. You pay all these things on time. We can count them. And then you're going to get a higher credit score. But now those those issues go towards your debt to equity. All what right, are your thoughts? So first off, Harry, you know I'm doing a credit. I'm doing a first time home buyer credit seminar tonight at eight o'clock. Or excuse me, five o'clock at um, City Hall in Atlantic City. So I might, I might as well pump that real fast, and I'll, I'll be discussing things like that. And for uh, all right, so back to what you were saying, these boosts. I personally think they're they're BS. You know, they they really give you such a minimal impact on your score. It might be one or two points. You know, I I don't see these utility bills and credit card or cell phones, like changing your actual scores. Um, to me, it's all just BS to get you to, you know, use that Experian app to use that TransUnion app or, you know, it kind of like gets you call or, you know, you, you have this app now and you're tracking your scores now and you're paying for some, you know, tracking system. And, so, and but if you, if you get this is. tiny little nothing burger boost, do these items now show up on your credit report? They though? show up, and if, if if you're we're allowed to exclude the payment as long as you've everything's been on time. Oh, that's good. I, so, I thought that that could count. No, that's so that's how first then. we were we were concerned about that, but we were, we're allowed to exclude it. Um, but the issue is again, if you're not on time, there's going to be it's going to it could affect your score. But even if it is on time, I'm not seeing much of an impact on your credit score. Um, so to me, it's all BS. It's kind of to get you to use their app and to, <laughs> to trust, you know, their scores and to, to stay like, oh, like, oh, I got to look at my score today and see where it is. And of course, they, um, they show people that their score has gone up 10, 20 and 30 points. Exactly. It's not happening. Your score is going up one or two points from these things, in my opinion. So, um, you know, end of the day, you got to keep your, you know, keep your credit card balances low, keep your everything on time and, and avoid these collection accounts, you know, pay your medical bills. We've talked about it before. You don't, you don't want these collection accounts, even if they're $25, they will have as much of an impact as a late payment. Um, so make sure you do not get any collection accounts on your credit report. And a collection account, if I'm correct, because I'm sort of a credit um, you know, fan, too, about n- learning about these things. Obviously, when my identity was stolen, sure. I really got on, on it. But that credit, that collection item is on your report for seven years 
after it's fulfilled. Correct? Yeah. That it's, is it, terrible. And now they, they change the, they that, change That'll the take 100 points off your score. Easy. Huge. Huge. At least 100, I would say. And, yeah. um, you know, they changed the rule if, if the medical if it's a medical collection less than five hundred dollars it shouldn't even be on there anymore yeah. after you pay it i like that um so um and you get six months before it actually shows up now so yeah it's a little bit more time to to deal with it before it starts showing up so you know they're, they're trying to help a little bit but uh end of the day you want to avoid any collections on your credit here's something i think is a big problem i think it's going to continue to be a big problem and it is the college debt whether it's the student loan or the parent plus loan perfect credit you could be the most wonderful candidate and you've got a hundred or two hundred thousand in these loans and you're blown out of the water i had somebody recently i mean she had a hundred and seventy five thousand dollar loan um but she she's only making forty five thousand dollars a year no chance yeah no chance so um they'll be a renter for the rest of their life it's terrible unfortunately unless they get a co-signer or start making more money you know that's uh, how it'll be. So you know, it, there's definitely people who are impacted by it, and I, you know, I would say it's less. It feel, to me, it doesn't feel like it's changed. You know, it's the same. You know, percentage wise, as it's always been. Um, but you know, again, I, I think more of what you're going to see impacting Harry. You know, I only have like a minute left. Is you know, higher car price payments, higher yeah. credit card payments, higher mortgage payments. You know, th- these are going to you're going to start seeing people have less money for disposable income. You know, we, we were taught we were wait we were, until the student loans have to be paid again. Right. And we were taught we, we didn't really get much time to talk about but the Ocean City rentals and, and stuff like that. I, I don't see you're, you're going to see so much less demand because these are people with a lot of money come down and they and this is when they spend it. You know, they want to get that weekend with their kids and they'll still spend that money down here. But you're going to start seeing it in other places. You know, you're going to start seeing less people spending money for things that they don't need and and the economy maybe not going out to the restaurant exactly. and, and that's going to hurt everybody it's going to hurt everybody it's just you're, you're going to people the airbnbs i don't think you're going to see any impact there i think people are still going to come here just maybe they don't spend as much money jim alamut 609-646-5555 for all of your mortgage needs always a delight my friend always harry thanks for letting me be here see you soon take care we'll see you on your digital platforms as well <laughs> you're very very uh star-studded there We'll be back. John Walters, all about the reverse mortgage when we come back. Don't go away. It's early in the morning. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is seven minutes past the hour, so I told you a little bit about who John Walters is and what he does. And now let's say good morning to John, who will be sharing important content uh, during this hour. John, welcome to your program. Always a pleasure, my friend. I appreciate that very much, Harry. I was listening to you the last hour. And what's really funny when you were talking about interest rates, that is true. Uh, What happens in the forward world might be negative. And in my world, sometimes it's positive in the sense of being able to solve a problem. Yes. So, uh, and John, as the layperson on your panel, I'll just say this for you then to clean it up if I say anything that you disagree with. But 
everything is more expensive and and not just by a little bit even though if it's 8.7 or whatever it's going to be i think that i think that is the number 8.7 percent cost of living adjustment cola for social security recipients so those that may be on total fixed income perhaps in some cases social security basically being the only pension that they have uh everything is much more expensive than their their cost of living adjustment it's not nearly going to keep up that's why i'm predicting that 2023 is a really moment of truth i think tipping point year for the federally insured reverse mortgage product because there will be a lot of people that perhaps in the past uh didn't take full advantage or didn't take advantage at all that will say hey look i need a game changer i need to look into this so i think there's going to be a lot of interest in your space what do you think of that statement john yeah no question about it and harry you and i talked about it you were in the financial world i was in the financial world i worked for a major bank 11 banks down here i did lines of credit did purchases on properties and what we realize is credit debt to income plays a big big part in allowing people to borrow money and as you said on your last show when interest rates go up, it's more difficult to qualify. And when you do qualify, you qualify for less money. So there's that yin and yang that takes place. Now, in the reverse mortgage space, what happens to us when rates go up, you qualify for less, but you have a much uh, cleaner way of, of being able to qualify than on the forward side. I, I'm, I, the reverse mortgage product is an age-based product. You have to be 62 years of age. And we have these uh, guarantees that are built into this program. And what I mean by that, with the FHA insurance, it allows, uh, it allows a wiggle room because they are trying to help people that are of retirement age. So uh, that's 100% correct, Harry, in what you're talking about. And I can tell with the calls that I receive, uh, the, you know, the concerns about do I have enough money? And what I wanted to, cons- you know, share with you on that is Rich Gerber, who's going to be on the second part of the show. He and I were talking about this. And, um, as far as what are the, the major concerns or what's the majors, you know, the, the things that, you know, we wake up every day, we all do basically the same thing. We get our coffee or a drink or whatever it is. Uh, we pay our bills. We have to eat. We're all basically doing the same thing, and we have the same concerns and the same worries. And do we have our families? What I, I have to share with you about this program, because as you know, Harry, I have such a passion for this program. I've studied it for 17 years uh, that... As things tighten up, this product really does shine. And um, what I mean by that is, uh, you know, and I use this term all the time, we are in the distribution phase of life because this is an age-based product. You have to be 62 with the Heckam. We have another product that, uh, that we do that begins at the age of 60. But when you're of retirement age, most people are on a fixed income, as you said. Okay, inflation plays a major part of what's going on. So this program shines in that effect. And I wanted to share something with you in reference to that, Harry, and I want your thoughts on it. And I actually 
there's a, a professor up at the American College, which is outside Philadelphia, by the name of Wade Fowl. And he's what uh, one of the programs that's taught up there is what they call their certification is called RICP, which is a Retired Income Certified Professional. And these are planners that get this certification because they deal with people that are already retired or about to retire. And now what happens is, Harry, as you realize, is that when you get to that particular juncture, uh, your asset allocation, the way that they look at your funds is totally different than during the accumulation phase. And uh, Wade Fowl is a, a true proponent of the reverse mortgage. And I want to read something, and I'm quoting him right now. And he says that the reverse mortgage has helped legacy for their heirs. It must not be viewed in isolation, but rather as how it contributes to an overall plan. And when I read this, I'm, and I tried to explain this, but he says it much better than me, we don't look at the reverse mortgage in isolation. Somebody, if somebody comes to me and, and, and I ask three basic questions about their interest in this program, I'm not going to look at it from uh, you know, a, a blinder. I want to know the whole picture. You can say to me that I have, you know, I'm concerned because I have some credit card debt. Mm. But how is your cash flow? Okay. What other debt do you have? What's coming down the pike? So, therefore, this program with its features, the tremendous thing has to do with the features. Do we want to do a line of credit? Do we want to do a term payment? Do we want to do a combination? You can do it with this program. Yep. And Harry so and John, I will tell you now, you know this because you meet with so many different people and you learn their wants, their needs and exactly their particular situation. But I, I would think who wouldn't want to set up that credit line? And my favorite thing to talk about on your show is call John before you need it. If you're in a position right now, you own your home free and clear. What do I need a reverse mortgage for? I, I'll say this as a layperson, John. I think that's the time that you should do it the most when you don't need it. And you you always do such a great job eloquently sharing why that is. So give John a call at 609-231-4924. Even if you don't need it right now, who who should mind having a line of credit ready to go if and when you need it, John? Well, no question about it. It's funny you say that, Harry, because as I say to you, you always bring out something about ready to talk about a little bit, but we're on the same wavelength. And I actually did. Uh, you, you are 100% correct. Is, is doing a reverse mortgage before you need it because because of being a retirement age over the next 10, 20, 30 years, you are going to be using it. You just don't know when you're going to use it. Yep. Or if you need it, you're going to have it. And the other great thing with this, because this is a non-recourse loan and the way that it functions, once you have it, when you're you know qualified for it at 62, 72, 82, 92, guess what happens? They can never take it from you. You never need to re-qualify for it. So you get it at 62. You allow that line of credit to grow. And what happens is, here's the great thing. It's like turning off a switch or turning it on, Harry. You have a line of credit that grows on a monthly basis. 
And if you're interested in that, you can call me and I'll explain all the nuances of that. But it's going to grow on a monthly basis. It increases. It's almost like a credit card in the sense when somebody has their limits increased. Yep. Look at it that way. So over time, that line of credit is growing, it's growing, it's growing. Ten years goes by, and you have a line of credit that is substantially more. And now what happens is, you know what, you need a new roof, you need a new car, whatever it may be. You have it. You don't need to requalify for it. You don't need to go to the bank and worry about debt to income. It is there. And it's guaranteed. Now, I'm going to give you a very good example. Uh, with reverse mortgage, with the FHA product, it's not the, the lender. The lender is important. I'm with Longbridge Financial, which we'll talk about in another week or so, uh, which is important in the sense of servicing the loan. But for the sake of discussion, if anything happened to who I am employed by, the FHA guarantees that loan that the obligations are fulfilled. And that's one of the reasons I'm, in, I'm with this program and with this product, because I have such faith in it. It doesn't matter. I mean, there's no guarantees in life, Harry, but let's put it this way. If the United States has a guarantee on it, it's pretty safe compared to most other things. Let's put it that and way. And let's get the break in on that strong statement. I could not agree with that more. The full faith... And credit of the United States of America has always been good for literally hundreds of years. And and if we got to a point where that wasn't good enough, a Federal Reserve note, for example, then it doesn't matter at that point. But no, that that's um, not something we're going to experience. And that's so on point. So with confidence, uh, you you should um, proceed, in my estimation, after meeting with John Walters, Call him at 609-231-4924. Twice monthly, John Walters presents All About Reverse Mortgages. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Please don't go away. Much more important content. And as John mentioned in the second half of the program, Rich Gerber uh, will join John. Did you know New Jersey's proposed energy master plan is going to cost $1.4 trillion of your money? That's nearly $150,000 per person to electrify all of your home appliances, pay the bill for public EV charges, stop the sale of gas cars and trucks, and put our electric grid on unreliable footings. Join Affordable Energy for New Jersey as we advocate for common sense energy policy and solutions that actually work for South Jersey. Learn more about the state's proposed policies at njaffordableenergy.com. John Walters, all about reverse mortgages, continues right after this with John. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. For complete contest rules, visit WPGTalkRadio.com. It is 23 minutes past the hour, and as always is the case, John's program just flies by because he's such he's such a good man. He's so listenable and He's helping so many people that it just it's it's a privilege to do the program with you twice monthly, John. And we're going to get back to John and all about reverse mortgages with John Walters in just a moment. But first, let me take this opportunity to share with you that this portion of our program is also brought to us by United Methodist Communities at the Shores. This is a wonderful place and wonderful people that you will come in contact with when you are there 
They have redone the entire property. It, it, it is it is amazing. It is a hotel-like setting. So if you are a loved one, if you're considering senior living, I recommend the Shores. Transitioning to the Shores is easy. Move in, unpack, and that's it. Experience the abundant life that the Shores has to offer. The Shores, as I mentioned, fully remodeled, private apartments, two beautiful restaurants, a bistro on the first level, an on-site fitness center, transportation and local shopping, and they're just three short blocks to the amazing Ocean City Boardwalk and Beach. You can find out more. I would urge you, schedule a tour. You're going to absolutely love the facilities. Call 609-399-8505. That's 609-399-8505. United Methodist Communities at the Shores in Ocean City. We continue with John Walters and all about reverse mortgages. John, I know Rich is going to join us after the bottom of the hour break in about 10 minutes. Let me ask you a uh, a question because you, you like it when I um, – you're so knowledgeable. There's not a question that I could ever pose to you that you wouldn't have a great answer for. But you love it when I just um, throw a question that's not even on today's agenda. And and this is a big one, I think. We as a country are approaching $1 trillion in credit card debt. People are using credit cards for purchasing food and things they never used credit cards for, ever. Ringing up huge debt. At high interest, you know, cost. And I, I think it's the next uh, bubble that's really going to be a big, big problem. The student loan debt is huge, well beyond a trillion dollars. When people have to start repaying that, that's devastating. Some of them are your clients and prospective clients, parents and grandparents that have um, decided they don't want their kids having any school debt. So they took it on their shoulders and have these um, abominable parent plus loans, six figures and beyond. You see it, I'm sure, quite often, John, when you're meeting with clients and prospective clients. So what I'm saying is folks out there could easily have six figures in credit card debt, student loan debt, and all kinds of different things. Now, at least on the student loan debt side, if it's somebody that doesn't have a huge income you know, the, the price can be somewhat mitigated, but it's still there and it's still not small, even when you do the um, the, the different financing options that they have based on income, uh, you know, that, that is derived. So having sort of thrown that preamble in the form of a question out to you, this is another reason that I think this is the year of the reverse mortgage, because the even with the COLA increase, John, th- this the money is not keeping up with the cost of everything, food and energy and everything else. This is where a reverse mortgage can be big time helpful, can it? Absolutely. And let me share a couple things with you in reference to that. I'll take the credit card debt first because you're 100% correct because that is a good portion of the calls that I receive. And, uh, as we talked about this a couple of weeks ago with the interest rates going up, people have to understand that uh, when you're looking at credit card debt, you're looking at floating rates. So, so the rates that are floating similar to lines of credit, uh, that builds much quicker and it's creating a tremendous problem. Uh, 
And you also pointed out that a lot of parents, grandparents took over the debt of their college-age kids or kids that are graduating from college. And the way they looked at it, Harry, was I'm going to give my kid a start. I'm going to make them debt-free. The only problem was they made themselves debt-heavy, yep. and now they're stuck at 62, 65, or 70 with 30, 40, 50, 60 thousand dollars. The highest that I've ever done for credit card debt was 250 thousand dollars, and uh, it had to do with multiple children. Um, to clear that up, but uh, yes, you're 100 percent correct. Now I want to share something which ties in with the credit card debt, Harry. Yep. We have a we have a. Uh, campaign, a national campaign that's going on right now. Uh, it's actually by way, it's a, it's, it's a lead generation uh, of letters that are going out from our company to people that have lines of credit that is becoming due. And uh, Harry, as you know, when you have a line of credit, most people pay interest only the first 10 years. Yep. Then what happens is they re what they call reset or recast that loan and goes from one number to triple on the next number when they amortize that loan. Well, we know that the majority of the people that are in that situation aren't going to be able to make that payment because of inflation and because of the interest rates. So, we have focused on people that with loan to value between zero, or I should say five and 40%, we're showing credit card debt minimum of $50,000 as far as filters are concerned uh, and have uh, mailings that go out. Uh, and if they're interested to give us a call. And um, so Harry, you are point on in reference to that, that we're in a very critical stage for those people that that have a lot of debt. And my recommendation, if you have a lot of debt, is to put a plan together. Uh, matter of fact, give me a call. Let me take a look at it. I can run numbers. And and the one thing about the reverse mortgage, if we're paying off credit card debt, and that's all their concern is and as far as, then we can take a look at the other areas to find out, uh, to build that line of credit on the other side. So, uh, yeah, if if you can if you cannot pay your credit card bills, not just pay your credit card bills, but Harry, here's my question for you: How many people do you think, or what percentage of people, pay more than a minimum payment on credit cards? Oh my gosh, there lies the problem. And even if they do, say it's uh, eighty nine dollars minimum payment due, they might pay a hundred. So I'm going to say I'm going to modify that to say, the, in my opinion, and I'm going to look this up actually. In my opinion, the people making either the minimum or just slightly above the minimum. And you know that what that means. That means you're talking decades in some cases. You're just paying you're, – you're getting crushed. So your credit score is still good and you're, you have no late pays, you know, current. won't say was 30 or anything like that, but you're getting nowhere. You're running in place and getting your face kicked in with the high interest rate. I'm going to say it's more than half. And depending on the financial time that we're in, I mean, when we were in the Great Recession, I guarantee right. you, it was it was higher than what I would say now. But we're in a bad economy now, so it's higher than it was uh, two years ago. 
when people were making enough to pay their bills. I'm going to say uh, 70% of the people, it's just a guess, 70% of the people I, I bet. make minimum payments or barely above minimum. Yeah, I, I was going to say this. I don't know the exact answer. I, I, I would probably say higher than that. I think you're I, right. I, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up during the break, which we're going to go to in just a little bit. Let me throw another question at you before we get to Rich, and, and, and he'll be on right after the break. You taught me this, and our mutual friend Joe taught me this, using your home as a form of a pension and or annuity with options. This is a big-time strength of your program, isn't it? Yes. Uh, One of the things that I try to share with people is to look at their home as an asset. Now, of course, we realize when you use that term, people say, well, I own my home or I only owe X amount of dollars in that home. Well, those proceeds that are sitting in your home is that as a person that's in retirement or close to retirement, you should get those funds to work for you. And what you need to do is to take a look at what, you know, what are those areas that you're concerned about? All of us that are of retirement age are looking at similar things. We're looking at, do we have debt? Do we need a new car? Anything wrong with my roof? Uh, you know, we're, there's a plethora of things that we work through. And so, therefore, uh, setting up that line of credit, and I keep going back to that, and Harry, you do too, because that's the strength of the program, uh, is to get it before you need it. Because right now, Harry, with the market the way that it is, and, and for people that are retiring right now, right now, when I say right now, I'm talking about within a short period of time, we're just recently retired. I mean, it is with their investments is that you don't want to cash those investments in right now. Uh, they call it sequence of return risk. What you want? I have people that have a reverse mortgage and actually set it up for that reason to say, rather than tap into the investment and take the loss besides the taxes, is I'll take the proceeds out of the reverse mortgage because they aren't taxed as far as coming out of the reverse mortgage. And I'll wait till a later time. And then what I'll do is I'll go back to my investments again. There you go. So I'm good. Yes. And, and, and John, let's do this. So we're on time for Rich, who's standing by and eavesdropping on the program, which is awesome. Uh, we're right at halftime. So we're right on time. We're not a second late. I looked it up. It, this was Lending Tree. And I looked up. Uh, five other sources, all legitimate banking institutions with what percentage of Americans can pay off their credit cards each month, what percentage are paying the minimum or forced to carry a balance. We're very, very close, John. 65% are carrying a balance every month, not able to pay the balance off. Now, in fairness, some of that would be Larger than minimum payments, but many of them are minimum payments. Only 35% of credit card holders in America pay their credit card balance in full every month. So there you have it. 
And this is why I believe in particular and in this hyperinflation and the challenges that we're having right now with everything just costing so much just to live food, eggs, nine dollars a dozen. I mean, things we never thought we'd ever see. Crazy stuff is going on. Uh, This is makes the reverse mortgage so critical. And that's why your program twice monthly is so important. Call John Walters at 609-231-4924. Review your options. That's I'm urging you. That's the least that you should do is just learn the different options that you have. Maybe you're ready now. Maybe it's something you want to look at for the future. But get knowledge is power. Get the information from John and go from there. 609 231-4924. The well-known Rich Gerber from Rich Gerber Insurance joins John's program. John Walters, all about reverse mortgages, continues with yours truly early in the morning on South Jersey's number one news talk radio station, WPG Talk Radio, 95.5. And don't think for a moment that I don't know that that's only and all because of you. Brian Kilmeade here. Coming up on Wednesday edition of the Brian Kilmeade Show, comedian Jamie Kilstein. He has a problem with how woke the left is becoming. Congressman Myra Flores of Texas, a freshman that even she knows Biden's border is busted. And Stuart Varney on the president's promise to tax the rich. That's all coming up on the next edition of the Brian Kilmeade Show. Brian Kilmeade is next at 10 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Brian Kilmeade is next at 10. Now, back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thanks very much. Welcome back. Flying by here with you with John Walters. uh, John Walters program twice monthly here on the Hurley in the Morning program. All about reverse mortgages presented by John Walters. And, uh, well, we've known Rich for a long time. He comes pre-qualified to me. I've I've known Rich well before the existence of this program which is 31 years and my brother jay even better uh so john would you do the honors of introducing your distinguished guest well before before i introduce rich i have to uh, share one i I just need to say one thing harry that you your advertiser uh the shores i have to tell you that my mother-in-law has been there for three years i'm there five days a week it is absolutely unbelievable the food the apartment, uh, as a matter of fact, that's where I'm going to go in the next 50 years or so. But uh, now I just wanted to share that with you, that everything you said is absolutely true. Oh, that's very kind, John. Thank you for that. And it is. It is really a beautiful place. And that, that's what you want. You want a place where folks can live with dignity and respect and in a beautiful surrounding. It's kind of you to, to, uh, to validate my words. Uh, John, time is yours. Good. Well, I'd like to introduce Rich Gerber. Rich, uh, it turns out he and I have developed kind of a, a close relationship in the sense that we discuss uh, reverse mortgages. He's in the insurance business. And uh, one of the things that we have in common that I keep asking Rich about is that he and I one time brought up, we found out that we both had long-term care insurance. And that began the whole conversation of the evolution of long-term care, what has happened to it, uh, increase in prices, so on and so forth. So Rich Gerber uh, is located in Linwood, New Jersey, and I'll let Rich, I want to welcome you to the show. And if you could give a little uh, bit of information about yourself, and then we can get started. Morning, guys. How are you? It's a good show, as always, John. 
Perry. Good morning, Rich. Um, good morning. Yeah, I, I'm in Linwood on Central Avenue um, on the corner, uh, right next to PNC Bank. I, I've been in the business over 40 years. Um, very open practice um, by appointment. Uh, and um, I've enjoyed, made some wonderful relationships and friendships and, and helped put kids through college and unfortunately buried some people. And mm. I'm just selling a death claim right now for uh, a very good friend, a 30-year client um, and the family. And it gets tougher and tougher because it happens now with me being 70. Um, my clients are, you know, older and that's happening more and more. And, and that leads me to just one conversation, John, that you and I had the other day. As I was reading a statistic, and I shared it with you, that 80% of widowers are widows. In other words, the male dies first, leaving 80% of married women to handle everything. 87%. It was, it was a fa I found out to be a very interesting statistic. So if you're a female out there and you're married and all of a sudden your significant other passes away, you better know what's going on. You better have some plans um, and know where the monies are and that type of thing so you can deal with it. And it's unfortunate that sometimes they don't. And, and, and even, even the other way around. So there's some males that have no idea. Their wife pays all the bills um, and, and handles it all and they're stuck. So that's a conversation that nobody likes to have, but you sure need to do it. So important what you just said, Rich. Yeah. And, and look, if you look at all those things, you guys uh, study cohort survival, grids and all that. Women do outlive men. So the math is, you know, it's, it is like a math equation. Uh, such an important point that you made, uh, because if you don't know where everything is, it's already a terrible time. And then you throw on top of it if you have uncertainty in terms of where, you know, valuable papers or policies and all these different things. You I mean you ultimately struggle and meander your way and find, you know, if you've dealt with Rich or with John, they'll be able to help you. But it's a really good point. John, time is yours. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And, and Rich, what's what's uh, funny? You were talking about that statistic. And I actually uh I've got, a, as you know, and you are too, a, a CSA, which is a certified senior advisor, which means we're focused on senior issues. And some of the statistics I brought up, I, I, and I just want to bring this to a point because we're going to be talking about long-term care, how the reverse mortgage and the line of credit can work in, in, in tandem with long-term care and the product that you have. And one of the things, Harry, one the, the, that that's important to bring out, and I mentioned this before, it's called stacking. Uh, when you get older, in order to go, uh, and you want to, you need life insurance or you need a reverse mortgage. You need to have other individuals involved. If it's an estate attorney, if it's an elder law attorney, and having these referral partners that you trust. Uh, that you can refer to each other to put a comprehensive plan together is really, really important. I was reading something the other day about estates. You can just die and you have an estate. You don't have to have any money, but it's still considered to be an estate. There you go. Uh, before we get on long-term care, Rich, just have, how about this as far as some statistics? 
This is right now. 33% of active adults are considered caregivers. And that's from the uh, New Jersey Retired Educational Association. Between 20 million and 50 million, yeah, between 20 million and 50 million, they receive in-home care right now. They predict by the year 2030, which isn't far, 73 million. Because as you know, we've, the baby boomers become big. Uh, let me give you a little right. idea on cost. Daytime caregiver, 44 hours is $45,000 a year. Round the clock caregiver, 24 7, 137,000. Total unpaid care nationally is at $450 billion right now. So, Rich, one of the things, uh, one of the reasons I did bring you on, because I think you have a phenomenal product, and maybe you can tell about the evolution from life insurance to where this product is today and how it is used. We talked about it a little bit last time. I thought maybe you could give a few more bits and pieces about it. And John and Rich, please don't lose your place. Uh, Rich, the time is yours as soon as we come back, and then we'll be uninterrupted until six minutes past the top of the hour when Brian Kilmeade takes over the airways here at WPG Talk Radio 95.5 with Rich Gerber and John Walters, your host of All About Reverse Mortgages, the great John Walters. I am respectfully yours. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. You know, people ask me all the time, Hannity, what kind of gun should I get? My answer is always the same. I tell them, you've got to check out my good friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Let me tell you why. They have over 200 models to choose from in both rimfire and centerfire calibers. They have their brand new 9mm semi-automatic carbine called the Henry Homesteader. By the way, one of my personal favorites. Now, it's ideal for home, property, business protection. And you can check it out by going to their website, henryusa.com. While you're there, you get a free catalog, free decals, and a list of dealers where you live. And check them out yourself. These are all top quality American-made firearms that are affordable, accurate, and reliable right out of the box. And when you buy a Henry, it'll be backed by their lifetime satisfaction guarantee and their award-winning customer service with experts who can help you. If you're in the market for a high-quality, American-made firearm, make sure you go to henryusa.com, get your free catalog decals, and a list of dealers where you are. You will love this company. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. We continue with John Walters, all about reverse mortgages, and his guest for the remainder of today's program. We have over 12 minutes now uninterrupted uh, with uh, John Walters, all about reverse mortgage, and his guest, Rich Gerber. Rich, you, it's teed up by John. Take it away. Okay, guys. Thank you. Let us let me just go a couple things. First of all, with the long-term care or any insurance, a lot of people, because you're, you're, you're dealing with an older uh, group of people with when you're talking to long-term care, um, they, they all put up these excuses. Well, I, I have a little diabetes, or uh, I've got this, or I've got that. Um, and anything not to have the discussion and to stay away from it. Well, I give, there's one example which I shared with John. I'm not, I can't mention any names, obviously. Um, a 61-year-old male who had a stent in his heart, had type 2 diabetes, um, $250,000 worth of a pool of money to be able to use for life insurance, 
long-term care, in-home care, that type of thing, was less than $300 a month. Um, so, and, and we we can get it. We, we can get the insurance with reputable. All my companies I deal with are A-rated or better. Um, and I, and that's, that's really important. The original question, John, was the, the metamorphosis of long-term care, how it happens. Now, we started off with you bought a pool of money um, and you drew off of it as you needed it. If you paid into it for 10 years, passed away, never used it, you lost it. It's like term insurance. So that has morphed now into a whole life or universal life policy to where they have what's called a rider that's built into the policy. And most major companies are doing it now, living benefits. So again, a $250,000 policy um, and you go into the nursing home and it's uh, 9,000 a month. You're there for 10 months. $90,000 comes off the top. The remainders goes to your beneficiary. So you're going to use this one way or another. Um, you're not just throwing the money away. The traditional long care that I have and that John has, that's what happens. If we don't use it, we pass away all the money that we paid into it. It's gone. But these policies today are fantastic. And, and there are so many benefits with it that you can roll an existing long um, whole life policy or universal life that you got cash value in it, we can roll that non-taxable into one of these new plans and helps reduce the cost of the new plan. Mm. Um, so th th there's a lot of great options. Uh, it's very, it's a flexible um, product. And um, uh, in today's market, it's well known because the traditional long-term care, uh, which I sold plenty of them, um, every Five, it's health insurance. So every four or five years, they go up. Now you're on a fixed income, and all of a sudden, your your premium goes up by two, three, four hundred dollars a month on the old traditional long-term care. With this new plan, what it, whatever you get approved for, and that's it for the rest of your life. The the premium does not go up. Wow. So um, these are all key factors, um, and, and and it's very important. Yeah. Uh, Harry, how about this one? And this is why. This hey, hey, John, do me a favor. I, I, only because I, I think it's worthy of a point of emphasis. And then, please, I'll turn it right back to you. I promise. What Rich just shared was so important. I think there are a lot of people and potentially a lot of people listening that feel like, oh, my gosh, it's out of sight. It's not attainable. I'm overweight. I got diabetes. I got this. I got that. That was so encouraging to hear Rich say that you can get this type of coverage, this type of comprehensive coverage. So make it a point to not assume that you, you know, you're, you're shut out. It's just not something you would be able to afford because so many people, and I know Rich knows this. I know John knows it. And sadly, I've, I've seen examples that have been brought to my attention of people. They pass away. In some cases, they pass away suddenly. They have no insurance and you just don't want to be a burden. Uh, I'm a big fan. We did it. You never want to make these decisions of a world where you're no longer in it. I think it's the reason why a lot of people don't have that conversation with an estate planner, attorney, and people like Rich and John, because you just don't want to be thinking about that kind of thing. But you should be. Uh, we paid for our our uh, burial prepaid. 
you know, we did it over 10 years, a long time ago. It's all paid. You know, then your kids are already sad you're gone if something happens. Then then you're sticking people with, you know, expenses at the same time they're grieving. So listen to Rich. The man knows what he's talking about for more than 40 years. John, this uh, this commercial was sponsored by Harry Hurley in the morning. Uh, John, back to you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and 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 Harry here, and and Rich. The, the reason that I really like this 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 insurance product, even though I don't handle it, is Rich. What you and I talked about. If you're sixty or seventy, it is cost prohibitive to get long term care insurance. There's an option for people that may have issues. All these plans are underwritten, but there's much more flexibility than what they. What they're used to, what they used to be, and so, and that, and the other thing, Rich, that you had mentioned that I thought is really vital. They could have a whole life policy and convert it over to this. That's something that do a lot of people do that. Yes, yes, yes. Because now, now you're let's say you're in your mid sixties and you've got a whole life policy that's got forty, fifty thousand dollars worth of cash in it. So you roll that over, non taxable. Okay, into the new policy brings your policy premium way down. Uh, that's more manageable, and you go on from there. Now you've got again the best of both worlds. You got the the life insurance, and you've got the um, what we call living benefits for nursing home, in home care, uh, daycare, all that kind of stuff for for adults. So yeah, it's a win win. Yeah, win win. And the other thing, Harry, how about this one? Think of it. Now we're going to, what I'm going to do is going to take uh, Rich's product and now I'm going to use the reverse mortgage of how we can start the stack. And what do I mean by that? Uh, people could get a reverse. People might wanna, want to have Rich's product but can't afford it. They can get a reverse mortgage. They can take it and have the premiums paid from the line of credit to cover that particular policy and it's win-win so what we're what i'm trying to share with you and that's one of the reasons that rich and i when we talk about these different programs i mean i have a financial product he's dealing with an insurance product but they go hand in hand Bingo. it's just a matter of putting putting them together to maximize it. See, this is the beauty, and I know it's Rich's second appearance on your show, and Rich, you're an excellent guest on air, and Kirk Conover just sent a shout-out to you, and that's that's high praise because, you know, he's in the insurance business, and he was just sharing, you know, what a quality guy you are and how long you've known each other. So Kirk, is li- our former assemblyman, is listening to the John Walters program. Uh, this is why I love doing your show, John, because you you, you connect all the dots Somebody out there may have a pension or maybe they don't. They may have Social Security. They may have a 401k. You tie in what Rich Gerber is capable of doing with some of these creative things that, that I don't think many people even know that some of these products exist and they think they're that they think they're excluded at, at a certain point and they're not. And then you, you know, you clo- you're like the Mariano Rivera. You close the deal. Uh, you're saying enter Sandman. Uh, with the reverse mortgage and you put all that together and that that is the difference between somebody that might be struggling every month to make their payments their their responsibilities and such and just living life and being comfortable so yeah i really uh the value added second half of this program john has been outstanding can i just piggyback on that real quick go ahead rich 
Okay. To take what John just said, if you take the money from the reverse mortgage, buy this, what's happened, your life insurance, as everybody should know, goes to your heirs tax-free. So now you're giving them a tax-free benefit um, that it's if they don't do it, then what happens is when they go to sell their house, they're going to pay taxes. There's, they, they got all kinds of problems. But here, if you take it from the reverse mortgage, buy this product, fund it from there, you've got a tax-free benefit that you're leaving to your heirs to help them recapture the house if they want, put the money in their pocket, spend the um, time for all the, clean up all the bills and everything else that goes with the death uh, of someone, and, and you're leaving them a bit of a legacy. Um, so uh, that's the beauty of this. Okay. Now, I'm going to piggyback on that, Rich. How about that one? Here's Harry, how sure. about this one? And, John, I regret to inform you, you have two minutes left in your show. I'm going to blame you because it's so much fun. It goes by in the blink of an eye, so take it away. No, no problem. So we're going to piggyback here. So now what happens is you originate the reverse mortgage with the intent of, of looking at uh, Rich's uh type of insurance here and now what happens is the proceeds from the reverse mortgage are tax-free now you have life insurance policy that's going to be tax-free there's a great tax advantage or let me put it this way there's potentially a great uh advantage to doing this and this is what i wanted to share uh with you about diversifying and looking at different investment products in order to, uh, you know, strengthen your retirement. Rich, you got the last minute. If you could share about uh, where you are or maybe uh, whatever you would like. Uh, well, first first of all, this I, I really appreciate the time. And, Harry, uh, John and I sit and talk about this stuff all the time together. Um, I'm, again, Rich Gerber, Gerber Insurance, over 40 years, 609. 653-9101 at 609-653-9101. Um, I'm open by appointment. Um, welcome to come in, sit down, talk, um, have a cup of coffee, and uh, we'll figure this out one way or another. Uh, at least you deserve to give your family the answers. Yeah, that's strong. Uh, Rich, good to hear you. Uh, really enjoyed your input a lot. John, you know my feelings about you. We've got to go for now, John, but the good news is we'll reconvene in just two weeks. Thank you. Thanks, guys. See you, Rich. See you, John. It's John Walters, all about reverse mortgages to reach John. 609-231-4924. I promise you a couple of things with John. No obligation whatsoever, so no pressure will be brought to bear at all. And you're going to love John because he's just a wonderful person to work with. 609-231-4924. I will see you on our digital platform. We've already been very busy at WPG Talk.